I'm Thrash Bastard, and I never listen to None Taken. Start you off with a question? Yeah. Are you familiar with what the German word Schwartz translates to in English? No. German. SC. You can just highlight this right here. Oh, I already you're okay. Yeah, Schwartz. S C H W A R T Z. Schwartz is the last name German Yiddish origin meaning black. It was originally yeah. a nickname for someone with black hair. Okay. Or a dark complexion. Black. Okay. Right. Okay. Kind of gives. Oh, that weird... would explain Schwartz beer. It would. That's where I got this from. That's why I was like, oh, okay. it clicks. It clicks. But then I had a second thought immediately after that. And I was like, I'll save this and ask Alan about it on the show. Okay. It kind of gives you some weird context around Schwarzenegger, doesn't it? Oh. Oh. <laughs> so, so you'd say Schwartz is black, right? Uh-huh. So what would Schwarzenegger be? Uh... Black licorice. I don't. Yeah. Oh, you're not gonna. So it's black, and then what, Alan? Um, uh, an agar. Say it. <laughs> say it. it. <laughs> Nager. Huh? Like, like. <laughs> say them together. It doesn't make sense I separate. Said it. I, so, Schwarzenegger. But what's Schwartz mean? Black. And then, and then what? <laughs> Black uh, Nager Chink Alan <laughs> I got it It's gonna go right next Why to this one Why do you make me do these <laughs> It's going right next to this one Wanna see my dick? It wasn't uh, and, and this one Nazi okay. And that works for Schwarzenegger Cause you know You know Yeah It's yeah. youth Yeah it's a, It was a different time Alan Sure. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Um, this one, damn it, I don't remember who sent this. It might have been Thrash. I think it was Thrash. Um, this is how we're going to start the show. <laughs> Jeez. Ready? Ready. The only reason that men say women and children first in tragedies, like when a ship sinks, is so that they can hang back and kiss each other. Wake up. Wake up, liberals. Don't let me in this damn house. <laughs> Should we hit record? Yeah, one, two, three. Oh, what's this? All right, you ready? I am ready. Are you recording? Yes. <laughs> All right, well, you want to start a show? Let's start a show. That podcast is filling your head with garbage. No offense taken there. Well, it sounds like none taken. I just hang out the maids. Welcome. Nice and gentle. To uh, episode, I think, 329 of Not Taken. The internet's only debate and current events show with your host, Dustin and Allen. Two political nomads from two different worlds. Shout out to Reverend Peyton's Big Damn Band for the use of their song Ways and Means for Intro Music. Thank you for joining us. The time of this recording, it is Tuesday, January 9th, 2024. It's a great day for America. <laughs> we are two coastal elites 
coming to you from the shores of the mighty Cumberland in Madison, Tennessee, all the way to the Pacific waters of El Cerrito, California. Here to recap another week of current events and sharing way too much of our tragic personal lives. Please subscribe right now wherever you listen to this. All your little apps have a place to do that. Or you can uh, follow us on our socials, mostly on Instagram. And uh, send us messages. That's how all these people are part of the show. You send me things on Instagram. If you send it somewhere else, I'm not going to see it. Anyways, if you head on over to uh, FungibleNunTakens.com, you can get a sweatshirt like this. Dope. And if you want to see what I just described, you can go over to uh, TrumpGags.com and join the Patreon. Any level gets video. I know we said that it's at the higher level. Sorry if that's what made you sign up at that level. Um, change your level down. It's fine. We'll forgive you. But don't. Also, Talon, <laughs> why am I doing this? Um, <laughs> every, week I'm like, every week I'm like, you know, our listeners are great. I think they just choose a level based on how much they want to help us because it's not like there's great promises as it goes up. <laughs> other le- I do say I'll wash your car at the highest level. You have to come to my house, but I will wash your car. Uh, it can't happen. I forgot that about often. that. Yeah. Well, so did I. And then my coworker signed up. I was like, "Fuck." It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, one other thing. So that's it. Trumpgags.com. Trumpgags.com. Join the show. Mm-hmm. Fungibleduntakens.com to buy the merch. And uh, head on over to slickitsdigital.com for all your SEO and marketing needs. Slickitsdigital.com. Alan. Hell yeah! What is up, buddy? What is up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Hope you all had a, an enjoyable January 6th. Ha! You know, <laughs> celebrating your own. It's not fair life. that they got that in Boston just because they got their fucking marathon bomb. They call that Patriots Day. Like, is that, or that was just the name of the movie, right? Yeah, I don't, I, I'm not sure about that actually. Mm-hmm. Perhaps. Yeah. I don't know this. Perhaps. Uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Oh, yeah. I didn't get up to a whole lot uh, this week. However, my buddy Drew is coming MBD. up tomorrow. Yeah. Coming up tomorrow afternoon, uh, we're going to go hang out, have some beers. We're going to meet up with Tim, um, and it should be a really good time. We're going to hang out tomorrow and Thursday, and then he's he's heading out Friday. Um, but, yeah, it should be a good time, fun and hygiene, because I'm sure I'll have plenty to talk about next week on the show. Uh, Tim probably you? doesn't want you to follow him, but he's at Mr. Tim Rowe on Instagram. So, there you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> uh, you got a bunch of fucking creepy weirdos following you up now. Um. Yeah, I didn't have a whole lot going on in my life either. Uh, wait. By the way, I identify as a creepy weirdo. So, like, if anybody took <laughs> offense to that, like, I'm sorry. I'm treating you the way I imagine myself. So, um, right, right, right. stayed home all weekend. It was cold nice. and it was like often oh, yeah. rainy and drizzly. Uh, we had a couple of openings in the weather. We took the dogs to. Um, there's that. Did we? We probably didn't do a walk in the nature park down the street, did we, when you were here? No, I don't okay. think so. No. We took them down there, and then we uh, went to, like, the big dog park. That was fun. But it was fun bringing five fucking dogs to a dog park. That was fun. Oh, I imagine. Yeah. These two vistas that we got, they're fast, man. They're so fast. And then they come home, and they're just like, nothing. They're just like, they sleep, they they sleep so fucking much. It's insane. Like they, But they're such good companions. I'm not selling the dogs. If anybody does want it, uh, interested, hit me up. But... Um, Sorry, I mean, I'm not pitching you buying the dogs. Right, right, but right. But they right. are up for adoption, and it's very affordable. You'll never get a Vishla, the, the price. Not that right, should right, be right. the money, but I'm, per, I'm pretty attached to them. I got to say, actually, I've had a rough couple of nights. I don't know if I plan on talking about this, but our, our littlest dog, my oldest, I've had oh, her Addie. for like 13 years. Addie's yeah. had a few bad nights in a row with um, oh, no. things coming out of either end. And then a couple of weeks ago, she had... Uh, she had something with an interesting color at the dog park and it, 
we got a we got a vet appointment coming up that I'm not looking forward to, but you know mm-hmm. I'll I'll keep That's you posted awesome. on that. But you know yeah, yeah, it yeah. happens; it's part of life, sure. I suppose. You know, yeah. she me yeah she's a good dog, but she is yeah. Um, it's rough. I don't want to talk about. Oh, yeah. not that wasn't supposed to be a dog joke. <laughs> I did say it's rough though. Um, oh, you know what? A couple of things I forgot to talk about. So I keep talking about this new display setup that I have here for the show. Natasha, yeah. that was Natasha's Christmas gift to me. I don't know if I said that. Very but, cool. Yeah. I think you did. Oh, okay. Uh, or it was implied perhaps. Probably. And yeah. uh, we painted our cabinets pink in the kitchen. <laughs> fun. That's it. That's Just all for me. fun? Uh, I mean, no, for style. Like, like cotton candy pink? Or like yeah, what kind actually. of pink? Yeah, bubblegum pink. Bubblegum pink, yeah, okay. It's like the cool. same thing. Sweet and low pink, you know? Yeah. Cotton yeah. candy, sweet and low. No, we're not seeing. Is it all Tootsie Roll one color, or do you have like a white uh, The tops, pink top, there's the top, the upper cabinets are white, The then the bottom ones are pink, and they have uh, gold knobs. Gold Ooh. knobs. The gold golden knobs. knobs, yeah. It's a it's a it's a lesser it's a lesser broadcast. Uh it's on it's on it's on the CW during the Golden Globes. <laughs> Speaking of the CW, I've got uh to end our comedy segment, I've got uh Joe Coy's horrible stand up. Oh, Did you geez. see any of this? No, I don't Joe think so. Coy fucking bombed at the Golden Globes. Really? Because he went up there and tried to like, let's do stand up, and it just, oh. I, I, you know what? I don't know. Maybe if I was Filipino, he'd be funny. I, I doubt it. And if that's true, I don't think that. You know, no, no, I don't mean. To I've seen him be him. funny, but oh sure, yeah. I but like yeah. he's not like he's, the, you know. Yeah, he, yeah. yeah. I can take he, it or leave it. Yeah, exactly. Not my style. Yeah. Uh, so it's great. Yeah. It's great. He's safe, right? And then like it's like ooh, yeah. he's, he was edgy in that one way that was totally safe to be edgy about. You know what I mean? Wow. Uh. So vanilla. Uh, let's yeah. start our comedy segment appropriately. Uh, this is sent in by who sent this in? I don't know. I thought Way sent this in the group chat. Somebody sent this in. Um, look at this kid. This fucking kid's got chops. 13 year old Kyle Wang. Kyle Wang. Do you guys want to feel really old? Really old? Yeah, well, it's too bad. Get this. I am younger than Obamacare. (laughs) (laughs) And Obama was president for half my life. Wow. And Trump, he was president for a third of my life. And I know it feels like he was president for a third of my life. Pretty good. Comfortable. But for me, it really was. <laughs> That's reality, baby. And Biden, let's see. Biden. So he's probably going to... Wait, wait, before we start talking about Biden, this fucking kid, he's 13. That's old material. He did two thirds and then one third. That's 12, right? Get some new shit, man. This is you, What did you write this last year? President for Biden's been president for the rest of his life. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, that's it. Wow. I guess I could that's have pretty impressive, bit my man. fucking tongue for one minute, right? Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, I got some new laughs in the in the board. I'll I'll play them next. Nice, Which nice. means I'll I won't play this as often. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still on the board to piss you off. <laughs> Who would listen to this? Um, let's see. Kid old presidents. That was it. Um, uh, oh, this was another one. This. Oh, 
I'm a dumbass. Both of these were labeled under thrash. So I'm going to guess thrash sent that last one in. I saw an Asian kid. I was like, Wei sent this in. He's Vietnamese. <laughs> Maybe Sinotalk sent it. Anyways, thrash sent this in, keeping it racist. The greatest serial killer in American history is actually a black man. This is true. His name is Samuel Little. He killed 93 people over the course of 40 years. The FBI calls him the most prolific serial killer in American history. Now, while that is fucked up, that's also black excellence, baby, right? Because what is black excellence if not when a black man enters a normally white male-dominated arena and then proceeds to destroy every previous record set? Did we play this before? Doesn't this sound familiar? It does sound I familiar, think, yeah. I think we played this when he was still working it out. Like I think it's even, I think he oh, did, I think he had like a club clip and this is on a special because like it's more dynamic now right yeah 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 uh, this is Marcus Howard <laughs> this dude is the Will Chamberlain Tiger Woods <laughs> a terrible black people we gotta celebrate him okay because a win is a win representation matters right <laughs> the greatest <laughs> that wasn't me or Alan that was Seth Rogen we got some Seth Rogen ones thanks to. Uh, who sent that in? T- no, uh, uh, James. James sent that in. Sir James on Instagram. Uh, uh, what do we got here? This is a, uh, this one's T Bone. Uh, is it Tim Hofstetter? Is this uh, comedian Hofstetter, Steve Hofstetter, uh, who like him or not, he probably writes a lot of your fam- favorite comedians' jokes. <laughs> uh, hey. Fritz Fritz dropped that on our show on episode three hundred. Oh yeah. Um, so this is Steve Hofstetter uh, talking about divorce, California. I am a divorced person, and uh, I did I did find something out in the divorce process, uh, which is that so I got divorced in California, and there is a six month waiting period. Uh, from the time you file to the time they actually process, which is just a way for them to make you pay for extra paperwork a second time. Um, hey, there- I mean, to jump in here, um, just as so, kind of just this is just between me and you, Alan. Natasha, yeah, yeah. Here, um, I got divorced twice in California, and yeah. um, it's not a six month waiting period, it's a backlog or the time to go through the court process takes about six months. So it's not quite okay. true. It's not quite true. It's yeah. not a, it's not like a cooling off period, which is his entire right. premise, which I'm making now not funny, apparently. There are some states that have no waiting period, and there are some states that have a long waiting period. Um, but what I was curious about, uh, it was just a premise for a joke, but I did look it up, and it's true, that every single state, no matter how conservative or how progressive, the waiting period for divorce is longer than the waiting period for a handgun. <laughs> and it's almost as if the state is going, there's another way. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, guess I am a button. Sorry, what? I said option B is faster. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't have a clip, but there was this um, this clip in the group chat about this lady in prison who. Um, first of all, we got to talk about her makeup. They just like makeup in prison. Like I don't think they sell makeup. You like make it, you know. And oh, she, yeah. she looked like a clown, but she like she was like, yeah, I shot my husband. Like he was eating cornbread, and I shot him. Like, <laughs> just casually yeah she's like he asked for cornbread and i like the gun kept talking to me so i picked it up and shot him <laughs> jesus <laughs> christ man uh she's like not even unhappy you know like yeah, yeah. all right sure. uh speaking she's of happy. uh violent people and cheaters uh stephen hawking has had quite a week um i don't know if this lady had this joke in pocket already but this is timely I think uh, Stephen Hawking made me not believe in God. Uh, not, <laughs> not because he figured out the universe, just because, and I don't know if you know this, I learned this four days ago and I can't get it out of my head. 
he cheated on his wife and kids with his nurse, yeah. right? But that's not the crazy part. The crazy part is his nurse's husband was a Stephen Hawking super fan that helped invent the technology that allowed him to speak. Oh, oh. What? what the oh. Wow. Could you imagine if you invented the technology that allowed a disabled person to communicate and they used that to spit game and f your wife? <laughs> God, that's crazy. <laughs> that's like if you invented the cure for a child of cancer and then all of those kids grew up to also f your wife. <laughs> Whoa, Seth liked that one a lot. That was a good one. Thanks, you really Seth. did. You really did. Uh, I knew the first part of that. I yeah. Part. Yeah, right? Yeah, that's a, that's a wrinkle. And nobody's been talking about that. Uh, oh, you watched that? Yeah, the biopic about him. Which, yeah. What's that called? Uh, that's not Theory of Everything, right? Is that No. That's um that's the the gay codebreaker guy, right? Right, that's right. No, no, no. Turing. That's uh Turing. Turing, but that's is that the theory of everything? History? No, it's something oh. else. I don't know. Now we're yeah. lost. All right. But um, uh yeah, that was a pretty good movie. Yeah. Uh, well, I just said yeah, I haven't seen it. Um here's a here's a good sort of uh always funny joke. You know, you could you, if you got an Irish accent, you could tell a story about people that shag sheep. <laughs> I think you tell it. Well, yes. Yeah, so We've she- had her on here a few times, Katie Boyle. Sheep shaggers, that's a, it's a, but you know what, the reason why there were sheep shaggers was because when Catholicism was in- introduced to Ireland, then they started to like shame women and they're like, you can't just like have random sex, you have to have married sex, but there'd be only like one girl in the town, there was more men to women, and so then she'd get married off, and sure then the guys just had to fuck sheep, oh, you know, so now that the Catholic Church isn't as involved in Ireland, we're allowed to be slutty again, and I'm telling you, sluts save sheep. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's the joke. So the imitation game was. The, yeah, that's um, it. Turing. That's it. And imitation. you're right. Theory of everything was Hawking. Hawking. Oh, nice. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Oh, imitation game because he was hiding it, Talon. Mm. Is that? That's such a. It was a double story. entendre. It, yeah, the chemical castration, especially, right? Yeah. 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 And the suicide. And the uh, whole like national hero part, like. Yeah. 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 Um, Jeff Die. We played him a few times. Josh sent this yeah. one in. Uh, this is uh, why all rappers are Republicans. I think uh, most rappers are Republican. I didn't have to I say bet that. 100%. Right? I don't know if you like rap music, but they all they all have guns. <laughs> they all got tons of money. They f- white bitches. That's a Republican to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's as Republican as it gets. <laughs> that I was think- it. Okay. <laughs> uh, thanks. Thanks. Pretty so. good. Pretty, yeah, pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, okay. And then I got one, and then we'll play the actual news of uh, Joe Coy. This is, uh, so he was talking about rappers. This is not about rappers. This is about rapers. And if that sounds right oh. to your ear, we're going to understand soon why that is maybe more appropriate. I think we should uh, replace the word rapist with raper. I would like for it to sound more that sounds, like. That, I'm going to start it over. That, um, you could hear the room just be like, hey, we were having fun. Yeah, I just suck the ear up. I think we should uh, replace the word rapist with raper. I would like for it to sound more like murderer, killer, traitor, um, and less like artist, therapist, florist. <laughs> that's, it. That's, it. that's good, right? Like, I, I, yeah. she's got a damn point. Yeah, makes perfect sense. Yeah, I started I like doing it. that and, and then correcting people and then making it sound like it was my idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay, so let's play this. This is Joe Coy. This kind of breaks us into. Oh, I love that. Um, mm-hmm. But it still counts as stand up, so I didn't know where to put it. So I put it on this side of it. Do um, you see this picture here? It's got Barbie and it's also got um, 
Oh, Taylor Swift down in the bottom. Yeah, yeah, I see. Taylor Swift looks like Michelle Pfeiffer in Scarface. Oh yeah, at the Golden Globes, especially Weird. like that. Okay, anyways, it's the lips. It's those thin lips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, there we go. Now yeah. we're a normal two guys doing a podcast, calling Taylor <laughs> Swift ugly, right? <laughs> you know, real ugly, like Scarface Michelle Pfeiffer, right? <laughs> uh, so here's what. Um, I mean, at one point he had to be like the highest grossing comedian in the world, right? Because he was doing oh, international yeah. stadiums. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Joe Coy hosted the Golden Globes. Um, you know, probably the best at it was either Tina Fey or God. I mean, after you hear this, you'll be like, please bring Ricky Gervais back um, <laughs> here is. But he won't come back because he said all the Harvey Weinstein stuff, even though it was true. <laughs> Right. Uh, so here he is. Everybody's having a good time. There's so pretty. What's her name, Alan? Um, the girl from Wolf uh, of Wall Street and uh, Barbie. The Barbie lady. Um, the Barbie lady. Yeah. yeah. Uh, here. moment in Barbie is when she goes from perfect beauty to bad breath, cellulite, and flat feet. Uh, or what casting directors call character actor. Well, no, I paused it. But you're not going to tell the difference, except you might hear some plates clanking. Ready? Oh, wow. <laughs> I guess that was better than I thought. Character actor. Look at everybody! Look at everybody in the crowd just to hold their face. Ew, it's like she smells a fart. Character actor. Wow. Ew. Okay, we don't have to keep. He's going. laughing harder than the crowd. Is. Yes, it's the snot clearing out of his nose, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, which is just hilarious because the whole point of the movie was, you know, hey, you know, let's make a movie about, you know, try to take a doll story and make it about feminism and maybe the challenges of being a woman and he's just like boobs <laughs> which like if you could do that funny yeah like but you can't have it be that i, I don't know yeah. i guess you can have it be that stripped down if you're really good at it but he's clearly not apparently right it didn't work in that room for sure no not at all that's a good point yeah right also know your audience right okay um i think this next one he's talking about how they just came out of a football game there was two football games on before the golden globes and since taylor swift's dating football player it's also news that Mm. taylor swift's in all the football games difference between the golden globes and the nfl on the golden globes we have fewer camera shots of taylor swift i swear there's just more to go did you hear he like almost can't make the joke he yeah. cuts. He he stumbled because he's he knows it's bad, right? I mean, I don't know, but he definitely stumbled. I'm not sure why, but what, what, made it even worse. I'm gonna play it again. On the Golden Globes, we have fewer camera shots of Taylor Swift. I swear, there's just more to go to. Uh, he even cuts to her, and she's just like yeah. deadpan no, in the no. crowd. That's, that's rough. <laughs> rough, just like his that's mother rough. likes it. Uh, yeah, this wasn't even the biggest story in stand-up this week. Like, he watched Cat Williams on Thursday and was like, hold my beer, watch this, I got this. <laughs> Did you watch that whole Cat Williams interview with Shannon Sharp? I didn't watch the whole thing. I watched probably an hour and a half. That's about when I stopped. Uh, I would have kept yeah. watching it. Natasha, Natasha actually was like, this is sucking me in, but I, like, I've had enough of these sounds. Like It just right. was enough sounds. And that... it seemed to be kind of repetitive. I know, but you know there's got to be more, right? Oh, I'm sure there is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah I'll probably watch the second half eventually. The whole industry. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then like people's only jokes in response to it were like to exaggerate his claims, but nobody really was like saying that's not true. But right. like, I don't know. He told Cedric the entertainer stole his joke. And, yeah. And he, oh, you know, okay. he kept receipts for it. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I've really only heard his side of it, but, uh, right, same. yeah, I, I, uh, I was not expecting to 
Like, I never would have watched that on my own in a million years if you had sent it to me. Yeah. Um, well, no, Brian sent it to me, and he was like, this is right. going to be all the talk of like the co- in the comedy circle for the next month. And I was like, oh, Shannon Sharp, I'll watch this. Yeah. I didn't even <laughs> but, know Shannon Sharp did a podcast. Uh, dude, he's bad he at it. <laughs> he's is. really bad. He's like, so he's like, he's like, he's like a dumb Joe Rogan. <laughs> I like, I know he has like a mannerism to how he talks, but like, right, right. He, he doesn't do good reading the cue cards and asking the questions, but he, in, in, but at the same time, he kept his composure with something crazy going on, you know? Right. Yeah. That was, it was wild. A very awkward start. Dude, the show. dude, it was so yeah. awkward. Yeah. 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 For those who don't know, Cat Williams did a, a three-hour episode of Shannon Sharp's podcast, and I don't think Shannon Sharp knew why he was coming on there. Cat Williams got drunk in the uh, in the green room and came out, and he was like, look, the reason I came on is because you've had all these comedians on here, and it's been pissing me off. I'm here to set the record straight. <laughs> he's yeah. like, he's like, you can't let history get written by the losers. I'm a winner. I'm going to say, I'm going to tell all the truth. I was like, <laughs> fuck, man. And losers, he's talking about Cedric the Entertainer, Kevin Hart. Right. Um, like, yeah. oh, God. Yeah, it was really rough, but uh, it was it was, it was was really compelling. I recommend it was, everybody it was watch it, at least yes. the first hour and a half. Yeah. Um, all right, well, let's get into to how about that proper oh by, by the way this is a three-hour episode i'm just telling you sorry <laughs> um last week we all learned what lank stands for right yeah it's uh let nace let uh alan do you remember not really oh <laughs> remember lank it's it? for the alabama quarterbacks the brand let a naysayer oh right 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 yeah. naysayer let a naysayer I was let hoping. a naysayer try. I thought, no, Lank. Let a naysayer, no. There you go, Alan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was just thought it would be, uh, let a... What's up, N-word? No, that's that's probably what it actually stood for. But when interviewed, he told the white reporter, um, naysayer, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you know, Alan and the rest of the audience can go listen to last week's episode to get caught up on that. <laughs> I Here, remember. Here's some follow-up on that. We discovered Alabama quarterback Jerron Milrow has a saying called Lank, which stands for Let a naysayer know. Well, I think historically people in Alabama hate naysayers. Would you ever want your daughter dating a naysayer? Absolutely not. <laughs> They're too negative. I'll tell you what fuels naysayers. Negative reinforcement. You know who had a lot of naysayers? George Washington. A lot of people told him he couldn't do the things he did. Thomas Jefferson had naysayers. But he got along pretty well with some of them. A lot of oh, European God. countries have naysayers. Yeah, you know, I was over there and there was a ton of naysayers in Paris. If you have a naysayer in your life, beat them with positivity and let them know you own them. Don't be a slave to negativity. No naysayers allowed. Unfortunately, I smashed my neighbor's wife's Volvo. Uh, what now? I smashed her Volvo wagon. Uh, I think you're thinking of Volvo. I told the guy at State Farm I crushed her Volvo. You got two things mixed up. One of those things keeps pussy safe, and then the other one's like the entrance hole to a woman's sex parts. Oh, <laughs> Why, that was two things in one. Why did he move on to... I don't know. They say it's in Paris got me, though. I, you I, know, I Volvo is a funny word. You don't hear enough. There's another word sure. in that area that you don't hear enough. They, uh... You don't meet guys named Hyman anymore. <laughs> you used to. Yeah. It's a real I name. So I looked it's this up because I had that thought and I found out the um like the etymology of the name Hyman. Not the not the you know but yeah, the name well, Hyman. Yeah. Uh-huh. If you look up the name Hyman, it's a uh it's a Hebrew word. <laughs> I shit you not, it means to join together. <laughs> That makes sense. I know it it's makes like sense. But don't say hyphen. It's also like a... All right. 
All right. Um, let's do, um, this is, this, you know what? We like to be a comedy show. Let's all set the tone for a little bit more, um, if, if, in, in case you don't know who Norm Macdonald is, here's a classic Norm Macdonald joke, and then we have Bobby Lee telling a story about a Norm Macdonald joke. Or, no, then we have Bobby Lee being forced to tell a joke that Norm Macdonald wrote for him. Take everything you know about bread and throw it out the window, okay? Did you do that? I did. Great. Now, let me tell you about a little invention I made. Bread. Oh, about that. <laughs> that's like that's just classic norm. Uh, okay, so here's Bobby Lee. They did this thing on his show where he would write jokes and he'd have other comics read them. I think like the premise was like, you, you t- see if this is funny, and like we'll each take turns, right? Mm. But um, but you know, it's kind of like the it's kind of like the Saturday Night Live thing. Michael Shea and yeah. Colin Joseph. Yeah, yeah. But okay, so here's um, God, here's Lee's still young. Dude, I was just gonna say that here's a young Bobby Lee on Norm's on Norm McDonald Live. When you're single trying to attract a partner, it's important to project the qualities you desire, which I understand, but boy, oh boy, have I had to suck a lot of dick lately. Huh? <laughs> That's sort of like a Bobby Lee joke. Here's one for Bobby Lee. He said it's sort of like a Bobby Lee joke. I don't want to know. That's one of the things he always does. He's like, what? That's like a good joke for you. <laughs> no, sir. This is a short one. Fast one. I signed up for my company's 401k, but I don't think I can run that far. It is a long way. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I got to get one that's going to make Bobby happy. I don't like when he scowls after that. <laughs> you, know, you ever hear of steampunk? Yeah, I like it. Oh, you do? Yeah. Well, there's a joke Thank for you. <laughs> I wouldn't call myself a fan of steampunk. But I will say it's the healthiest way to prepare punk. Oh, there is so much like I didn't watch all the episodes of his show on YouTube. I um I, I love I've watched all the ones on Netflix multiple times. Uh, but I mean there's so much untapped for me to come back to. So guys oh, yeah, keep I'm sending sure. those in. I haven't watched them all either. Oh, that's so funny. Tosh sent this in. This is a, this is definitely, this is a classic. How about that? It won't be confused with stand up. Uh, this is a, this is kind of like a, did you know? Um, and, uh, ladies listen up. Dentists can tell if you just sucked a wiener. Is it true? Yeah, that one's true. How? Because you- She's asking her dentist. Now he's going to say, mm. because you. Because you can see bruising in the soft tissue in the back of the throat. <laughs> okay, all right. So did, I didn't. I wouldn't have known that. That's interesting. How about that, Dan? You've been uh, my dentist my whole life, right? Right. I'm really sorry. Oh, about that. <laughs> <laughs> Look at those eyes. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, let's move on. Um, thanks, Tosh. This is somebody stole something that you would not believe. I'm home and my driveway's gone. What used to be a concrete <laughs> slab outside 1438 Bethesda Street is now a patch of dirt that she didn't ask for. Someone took her driveway as she was trying to get ready for Christmas. Of all the things that you worried about getting stolen, did you think the driveway was one of them? <laughs> no, not at all. Come on. Oh, about that. I mean, you know, you should have put it inside if you wanted to keep it. Like, you can't leave things out like that. 
that's wild. Yeah, learn some responsibility. Um, <laughs> lock up your driveways. Yeah, lock up your driveways. <laughs> How would you steal a driveway? I don't know. It's like, very weird. It's honestly impossible for me to imagine. Like, you'd have to get underneath it. Like, the amount of work. It, I would imagine it would take, like, a day of prep just to lift it. Yeah. Do you think she didn't pay? I bet she paid a con- she, had, she hired a contractor and didn't pay them. Oh, and That's, they were just like, fuck you, lady. I'm how else would you? Back. Yeah. It's That's weird. Contractors time, do though. weird I, shit. No, like, I, I was just going to say that. Like, I've worked at an HVAC company where, like, a guy didn't pay, and my boss was like, go back out there and take the part off. I'm like, it's a $14 part. Like, you are, like you're, you're, you're out the labor yeah, yeah. in the first case. Don't be out the labor in the second case. Just don't do business with them. Like, okay, anyways. Wow. Uh, we also charged him like $700 for $14 for it. You know, it's about the labor and the quality of craftsmanship, Alan. Sure. And sure. Pretty good salesman. Nice. Uh, oh, uh, this is uh, something about breath holding. It's an Aussie clip about breath, holding your breath. I'm pretty good at it. So, you know, I thought I'd include it here. How, how long can you hold your breath, Alan? I don't know. I haven't tried for a long time. I used to be able to do like two minutes. Really? Yeah. I mean, I swam. So I mean, it was like, we'd always like after swim practice, we'd be like, well, let's get in the hot tub. And I'd like go hold my breath under the hot tub and suck everybody's dicks under the water, you know, (laughs) (laughs) like you do. (laughs) Uh, Can you kill yourself by holding your breath? No, no, you cannot wreck. That was a request, not a question. Oh, but <laughs> that's Aussies. That's pretty good. Uh, all right. Uh, okay. This is a. Uh, there's a football player coming out in. He's he's going out to West Virginia for recruiting trip, um, but he's actually he's pretty highly touted, and he's going to have a lot of recruiting trips. He's 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 highly searched after in the recruiting environment in college football. Um, okay. His last name is going to be a fucking problem. <laughs> James Adams of TriStateFootball.com here with Coach Ryan Kanega. Coach, you get the win, 34-20. So it's K-N-I-G-G-A. Oh, jeez. Now it's a hard K. Yeah. But a soft A. <laughs> Someone's going to put a hard R in the, in the announcer's booth, oh, right? No. Like, like, And it's just, just hopefully it's a black guy, right? Like Someone's <laughs> going to lose their fucking job over this Somebody, shit. That's a tough one, man. That's tough. <sighs> not if you don't say that word, Alan. It's not hard if you don't say that yeah. word. It's only going to come out if you if it comes no, up a, in your personal tough, life. Tough last name, I'm saying. It is a tough. I mean, it's a tough last name to go through life with, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. That's why you. It's like boy named Sue. He become a big strong football player like his daddy. Mm. Look at his Perfect. dad's the coach. Uh, okay, Aussie breath holder. Uh, uh, well, let's keep it edgy, and we'll do this story about self driving cars. This is sort of like a, you know, in a in a not too distant future when your Uber shows up. Uber's back. <laughs> Self-driving. This is awesome. Hello, Jacob, and welcome to your driverless journey. Thank you. <laughs> How about this weather? Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I mean, winter's coming. I hate the cold because it makes all the women cover up. <laughs> know what I mean? Uh, I mean... Okay. This neighborhood sure is changing. Yeah. It is. It is changing. Call me old school, but I miss when people actually spoke English in this country. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, I think most people here still speak English. You know, I watched a man die back in 2012. I felt nothing. You, know, you can just let me out here, actually. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. 
I'm just going to walk. Thank you. Uh, it's oh, just, you, you know, you get the, the more things change, the more they got to stay the same, right? You don't want to get an Uber and it's all of a sudden just a normal person. Yeah, you're going to have to have small talk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got to say, the whole, like, uh, I hate the winter because the girls cover it up. I would never say that. But I am on record having said, like, when I lived in Detroit especially, like, I would just, talking to my friends when spring came, we'd just be like, it's just so nice. Like, you know, they're wearing <laughs> skirts and boots. It's just nice. You know, mm. and I don't yeah, feel yeah. like that's as creepy as saying in the winter sure. they cover up, right? Like, I, I I get that it's related, but uh, listeners, let us know which is creepier. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's got that's marginally better. It's that, less creepy. I think yes. it's I think it's more than marginally better. All right, we'll, I think so. We'll I do a, so. a quick hitter musically. Um, I have I don't remember what this is. Oh, <laughs> it's a good little remix. <laughs> he fell out of his seat, knocked himself into a sta- an upright piano, banged his guitar against fucking everything in the room. I told you it was a quick hitter. We don't need to spend much time on it. Um, oh, I learned something listening to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine that I didn't know. So did you listen to Hunk this week yet? It's okay if you didn't. I haven't gone to it yet, no. So he... he okay, this is perfect then. In the song Juicy... By Biggie. Whoa, that was close. <laughs> Notorious B.I.G. Um, uh-huh. He's got this verse. Way back when I had the red and black lumberjack with the hat to match. Remember rapping Duke? The hard, the hard. You never. So, what did you think he said there? Right here. Remember rapping. Well, I had the red lumberjack with. Yeah, the yeah, this part. This part. What did you hear there? Remember rapping Duke? So I always thought it was just like slang, like dude, or remember rap. Right, I, right. I always thought it was because after that he says we never thought we'd make it this far. Remember rapping Duke, the hard, the hard. You never thought that hip hop would take it this far. So yeah. like I always thought it was like, hey, remember back in the day rapping? You never thought that rapping would make us all this money, right? That's what I right, always right. thought that was. Nope. Nope. What is it? It's uh, rapping Duke. Exactly what it sounds like. And rapping Duke is a thing. I'll let Brido teach us. Heard of rapping Duke? Make the devil say fun stuff. What's that? Rapping Duke. So there's a part in Juicy Big goes. Remember, remember rapping, rapping, rapping Duke? Duke. Ha, ha, da ha da ha. So yeah. I didn't know that was a real thing. And mm-hmm. so I went on Spotify and I looked up rapping Duke. It's a whole album where a guy impersonating John Wayne raps in 1985. <laughs> Absolutely. John Wayne, the guy that played it's, Genghis Khan, not John Wayne Gacy, the serial killer, just in case right. you got it confused. Yeah. The Duke. That makes more sense. D- just. Remember rapping Duke, the hard, the hard. You never thought that hip hop would take it this far. So he's just reminiscing. He's saying, like, can you believe hip hop's this crazy? That guy used to rap I, like the fucking yeah, like John Wayne. That makes Duke. a lot more sense now. It does, but it's like. It almost sounds like what a white person would think he was saying. You know what I bet he's saying is rapping Duke like that guy that was the rapping Duke that was John Wayne, American legend. Right, right. <laughs> Died of cancer because he played Genghis Khan, shot on location where they dropped A-bomb testing. That's never, true. Everybody on that everybody on that set died young or early. Relatively. Yeah. yeah. Wow. You knew about that, right? Uh, I don't think I did. Yeah, to be honest. Did you know Genghis Khan played? I mean, did you know John Wayne played Genghis Khan? I did know that. That, That's weird. That is weird. It's really weird. Um, Okay, so this like um, what was the guy that played the Bruce Lee character on that? uh, 
The oh, white dude. Fuck, I'm totally blanking. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll come to us. Yeah. David, well, no. I'm going to keep it moving. If you do remember okay. it, jump in. Uh, so I got a couple of clips about rejection, dealing with rejection. Um, this first one, though, Way sent in. It's that uh, Y'all Mad, I think. Is that what it's called? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Mad. Yeah, Mad. They're very funny. They're yes, like they guys. are very funny. They say rejection is a hard pill to swallow. <laughs> say it. But it's just practice for the 60 pills later. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. All right. Well, uh, don't worry. We're not going to talk about all this rejection without having uh, good advice to counter rejection. She already has 12 other guys telling her she's pretty. Be different. Send her unregistered firearms. There you go. <laughs> Oh, be different. Be different. Uh, that, that's got to be way. Oh, way did send that one in. All right. Uh, it's come. It's like come on. It's a anime looking chick. It's a bunch of stuff about guns. Like this is right yeah. up his alley. Um, I don't know that if he. I don't know about him in anime. I just met this stuff. <laughs> God damn it, Dustin. Just trying not to be racist. Um, just for once, right? Uh, oh, I was listening to the Lex Friedman podcast. This lady na- is named Neri Oxman. Neri Oxman. N-E-R-I Oxman. That might be familiar if you're a very online person. Um, now, this episode was back in September of the Lex Friedman podcast. And she was on, she was at MIT. Now she has her own um, business she runs called Oxman Labs, I think. And, um, the subjects they talk about are biology, art, science, and design, uh, science of design and engineering with nature. So basically, you know, like the mycelium complex or whatever it is, network with, uh, fungus, how they like mm-hmm. communicate with, talk to each other and, 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 and other, um, other plants too. Like it's right. like, Oh, this tree doesn't need water, but this one does. And they can kind of like facilitate that. Um, mm-hmm. her point is like, I, we want to be able to. without exploiting nature, use that to make things that would be natural, but just have them made by nature. Um, and I think they use that to like improve the, uh, I want to say like the subway system, or but something she doesn't in, just, in Oh yeah. Yeah. No, it was uh, slime molds to, uh, find the most efficient subway system in Tokyo. Yes. Tokyo, uh, yeah. but what, no, she's talking about like, like building things using nature, like straight up, just totally mm. different. And like the example of the of fungus was that people recommended that to her. And she's like, well, that's not going to work like with blue whales. Like we want to use like nature in all ways. Like anyways, that's not the point. Um, she had some story about how uh, one of the things they got to do in their lab ended up sending honeybees up into space with blue origin and to come back. Well, NASA did this. And when they came back, they couldn't reproduce and they couldn't produce Comb, honeycomb to outer space they returned um back to our the media lab roof and those bees were alive and kicking and reproductive uh and you know and they continued to create comb <laughs> guess what <laughs> that's all it's a lot of setup and serious talk for that was very literally a lot <laughs> isn't that something oh thanks Oh, about that. Uh, okay, let's get into our that something? segment. Um, there's sort of a meme about Canada as a war criminal that I think a lot of people know and a lot of people don't. I'm um, one of those groups. <laughs> uh, but I finally get it, and I was afraid to ask, but damn it, I just gave it up. Um, so Habitual Line Crosser uh, explains it. He's the guy that does the faces over the jets and the countries, all those mm-hmm. jokes. Um, so this is Habitual Line Crosser explaining the whole meme of Canada being a war criminal. 
But the good guys don't bomb civilians. Time for a history lesson. Let me set the stage for you. 1943, the U.S. and Great Britain had just outfoxed the desert fox Rommel in North Africa. Rommel, I read your book. You son of a bitch. Remember that from Patton? (laughs) Completely annihilated him, and they both landed on Sicily and started pushing up north, and Benito Mussolini had just ran away and was buddy-buddy with Hitler. The Allies really wanted to give Germany a taste of their own medicine, considering Great Britain had just been victim to the London Blitz. 42,000 civilians died in a year of bombing by Germany. Well, the U.S. had targeted military targets in Germany, without much avail, because they're all hardened against our bombs. The Brits, naturally still pissed off, they decide to start hitting civilian infrastructure, considering the civilians are the ones who are building the weapons that are being used in the war. This just sent all Germany's production underground, so to speak. But all those civilians still needed somewhere to live, so they all poured into these refugee camps. Then there's the Canadian. The Canadian logic, on the other hand, is that those civilians can still build those weapons because they still have hands. So then the Canadians <laughs> bomb the refugee camps, killing almost 60,000 people overnight. History's written by the winner. Isn't that wow. something? Yeah. Oh, there you go. That's one example. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I was aware of that. I didn't know that one, no. Yeah. Uh, send in your other uh, Canadian um, war crimes listeners. Uh, house budget not looking good. That's what I have. But I think it's looking better yeah. now, so this might be dated. Let's see. Um, this is the White House budget director, Shalonda Young, on Friday. She said she's not optimistic about it. This is definitely before the newest updates. I'm going to play this anyways. Um, I will say what's funny about the newest updates is everything that they're agreeing on with this new budget is basically what got Mitch Mc- uh, Kevin McCarthy fired. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you predicting a shutdown this month uh, as far as that's concerned? And then we also have some reporting that, that, that the Democrats are willing to reopen the side deal, maybe accelerate the IRS cuts, look at some unspec COVID funds. Are you guys willing to do some tweaks to that side deal? Um, just a quote. We'll shut down the government. We control the money. <laughs> I mean, we didn't say that. House Republicans said it uh, this week. Um, so I, I, I tend to, I've been taught to believe what people tell you and what they show you. And, uh, she had glitter on her face. Like her cheeks are all shimmery. Yeah. There are a gr- growing number of house Republicans with this, with this mindset. Um, so I wouldn't say pessimistic, but I'm not optimistic. And I, started this conversation with earlier this week and in the border trip uh, left me with more concerns about where they're headed. Uh, Border trip. Uh, Let's talk about that. So I don't have any clips from when they went down to the border. Do you see those videos? So uh, what's the guy's name? Mike Johnson. Mike Johnson Johnson. went, he led a, uh, I love that they call it that even though when they go to places within the U S he led a um, fuck, not a cohort. Was it a cohort? They, uh, but there's some like, overly official word for it uh uh delegates to took a field trip yeah to the border um and i I mean every shot that i saw of it showed poor people walking across a river to get arrested trying to come into the united states so like i don't understand what they were i don't even understand what the point was yeah you know who was in that group whatever the fucking word was um delegates i think it was whatever Delegation. Um, delegation. delegation. That was it. Delegation. Uh, uh, Andy Ogles from Tennessee. Andy Ogles, <laughs> who just got elected, who has 5,000 Instagram followers, who won a popularity contest to be a representative of a district in Tennessee. Like, I just, I, I can't fucking stand that guy. I can't understand how he's popular <laughs> enough to, I, I, I got to run. I got to run. Anyway, he, um, yeah, Andy Ogles went there. Uh, I got to tell you, dog, like, I've lived places where we deal with immigration. 
Mm-hmm. We don't deal with immigration here. There's white no. people working in kitchens here. Like, we don't deal with immigration <laughs> here. Like, Right. Well, I, and geographically where you are, I mean, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I say that online on one of his posts, and people are like, we're being invaded. It's like, okay. Yeah, that's a talking point. Yeah, it, of course it's a talking point. Um, hey, yeah, wait, okay. hey, why is it a talking point, Alan? Because it works. It uh, no, because inflation is back down, job numbers are looking good, and oh, wage, yeah. uh, wages are, are uh, outpacing inflation. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it looks like what they're going to do is, again, kick the can down the road, um, just temporarily extend the budget again, <laughs> really? um, like they've been doing. Did for- they? Are they going to get like any of the old month's budgets or the new months that have passed? signed through i it's still in progress i'm not sure but i think they have till january 20th i think is that the next deadline i guess i believe so it's a laddered uh instead because he can't say staggered he he misspoke once and called it a laddered proposal and he's like yeah laddered not staggered of course laddered is what i meant it's a normal thing to say stay with um so we got to talk about this and we're in our isn't that something segment uh I don't think this is something. However, it has been much of the news of the last week. So I want to talk about it anyways. This sounds to play anyways. Um, mm-hmm. Can you explain why neither me or you were that interested in the Epstein list that came out? Uh, because it's not really all that new of information. And I think it's difficult to parse what it actually means at this point. Because um, Julia Dufre had a lawsuit in 2012, 2013, something like that. Mm-hmm. And in that lawsuit, there were a bunch of there were a bunch of interviews and right. written statements. And in those interviews and written statements, I swear to God, I think one of the lines was like, "No, I've never met Leonardo DiCaprio." So because of that, his name's in it. So mm-hmm. they they blacked out all the names. That does include people that were like, "Yeah, um, you know, uh, 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 Jeffrey said Jeffrey said yeah. that Bill Clinton likes them young." So they blacked out Bill Clinton. Mm-hmm. We got that redacted. Uh, or unredacted. It was also, it was also, you know, um, uh, wheelchair man, um, push me, uh, (laughs) Stephen Hawking, you know, was down there a lot. Yeah. All those names came out. Uh, the, uh, now I do want to get a meme straight immediately. There was a meme that faked the court memo saying that there was midgets doing complex calculations is what he would get off to which was funny uh but then that took that off and people think that's real i don't care about i mean maybe it is true and i was duped but i'm pretty sure that part's not true uh but it is true that he liked to well i believe what was said was uh, what was alleged was uh underage orgies which is just weird to think of a wheelchair i mean it's not i mean the heart wants with it's the weird heart. to think of him <laughs> the heart dustin um yeah it is weird to think of him like that yes uh but we know the man is a sexual being alan i mean we, <laughs> we, do we, know we learned that from the stand-up do, earlier um but yeah it was it was names that were unredacted from that 2012 lawsuit so we already knew all the allegations it's not the flight logs it's not yeah. confirmation of anything it's a lot more smoke um but it really hasn't really turned into the things that we'd wanted to be. It was funny, though, that like conservatives are on the edge of their seat to be like, look, these Democrats are fucking kids and they've got this pedophile ring. And it's like, I mean, I know Bill Clinton was listed a lot and your boy was only in there four or five times, but Trump was in there quite a bit. And one of the allegations mm-hmm. was, uh, you know, at his apartment in New York. So. And we, we've seen photos of them together. We know Weird stuff about him licking nipples raw. 
like you. Yeah, yeah, we don't need to talk about that anymore. Thank you. That's gross. Uh, yeah, ooh. Yeah, I asked you. I texted you earlier this week. I was like, do people want us to talk about this? Because I'm not really, you know, all that interested yeah. in talking about it. Yeah. And you're like, we should just bring it up. Well, we should. We got a couple of things here. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, first is Alan Dershowitz was listed on there. Alan Dershowitz, uh, he represented Trump in his impeachment? No? Yeah, he was a lawyer. Okay. Um, he was... He's no, defending Israel in the in its ICC court or case. Yeah. He, uh, yeah. He's sort of taken a turn politically, I would say, recently. Not recently. I, I can't keep. He's like a helicopter for me. Years. Like, I never know what side, who likes him because he turned on who. Like, right. What, he, yeah. I yeah. I have trouble keeping up with him as well. Yeah. Um, so he came out because he was listed. On, oh, he, what? he represented Jeffrey Epstein. How about we say that? He oh, got him his, he yeah. got him his sweetheart deal, the one that got him right. like all charges dismissed, which by the way, all charges dismissed. The deal he made that with Alan Dershowitz was with a lawyer or a district attorney named Acosta. Acosta got hired time. by yes, while in Florida. Acosta right. A few years later, got hired by Trump as a, a, a assistant attorney general. He wasn't attorney general. Um, maybe a, a, a district. He was. Uh, uh, he was appointed by Trump into a legal position within the cabinet. Mm. Um, okay. And then I don't remember that. Oh, dude, that was when this whole thing blew up in like 2019. Was the Miami Dade Herald did a bunch of reporting on that sweetheart deal that never should have happened oh, right it yes. blew up because it was yeah. trump's appointee the guy got fired and right. then epstein got arrested because they're like that's right he never should have got that deal and then he didn't kill himself right. this all was, goes yeah. back to trump like i don't understand why anybody <laughs> was talking about anything about uh, uh just like like because and and like I don't mean to just talk about one side because that's the thing that people I always hear people say to people on the left like oh you're not going to like it when it talks about any of your guys well I didn't see Obama on that list and I uh, I'm shocked <laughs> I didn't see Biden that much on there if he was at all like like it was Bill Clinton me. like you know I, yeah you just ruined Bill Clinton's Im- impeccable I mean, sexual record knew. yeah exactly yeah. Um, yeah but you know I just. I, I almost didn't finish my thought because it's so stupid. Eh? We have to point it out. Anyways, Dershowitz is on there being accused of this, and he has something to say, and it's very reasonable. What I do want to make is that I understand all the feminist groups and the radicals who think this is the worst thing in the world that anybody ever had any contact with Jeffrey Epstein. Where are all those radical feminists when it comes to the Hamas rapes of young Jewish girls, sexual... And that's something... Just like he's not even good at spinning it, right? Like, he just, really is. what are you fucking doing, man? Like, you just got like you should shut up. You should not say anything. Certainly, don't go up there and say something that's such a, such an obvious uh, shell game or you know right, look over right. there distraction. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Where are we? I'm lost on this. Okay, so uh, here's a here's a maybe it was, would have been a good way to enter this subject. This is a clip from uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia dealing with this. Mm, what Jeffrey Epstein? Yeah, yeah, but before you judge me, know this. Yes, I was on the sex island, but only for the snorkeling. I didn't know anything about the kid stuff. Oh. No, look, ninety five percent of what went on down there was not pedophilia. Oh yeah. No, the other five percent that sullied the whole operation. <laughs> And that guy sells subs. That guy, like Jimmy Johns, is like this guy. This guy needs to sell our fucking meat stacks. Yeah. (laughs) 
Um, okay, let's t- let's play the clip talking about Stephen Hawking. Hey, Stephen Hawking. Recently, I was exposed for being on Epstein Island. Fucking hole. It was a good time. The girls were not underage because they were made of stardust that was over five billion years old. <laughs> I don't want to hear it anymore. That's good enough. All right. Uh, people got to be pissed. Obama wasn't on that list, right? I'm sure yeah. there's certainly. Did you see Michelle Wolf it. was on the list? The comedian Michelle Wolf. That's really fucking weird. Yeah, it's like, and because she had just done the correspondence ball, and like everybody got mad. Oh at her. yeah, yeah. I'm sure, yeah, it's just coincidence, but all right, yeah. all right. Um, what is this about? This is from the intelligence. Oh, I was listening to the intelligence this morning, and they were talking about uh, a concern with AI and the growing ubiquitousness, ubiqu- ubiquitity. Uh, Ubiquity? The proliferation of AI, Alan. (laughs) There you go. There we go. What do you mean by that? Well, let's look at Saudi Arabia and the UAE because they have the biggest amount of state influence. So they're doing a few things. So first is they're just using a lot of money to buy these specialist AI chips that really only NVIDIA is designing right now. Um, They spent a few hundred million dollars just last year towards this. The other thing they're doing is they're trying to shore talent. So you have a lot of universities that are entirely funded by the state or mostly funded by the state. And they're poaching a lot of top professors from the U.S. And what he's really talking about is how like, OK, well, chat GPT and open AI are like the name of the game right now. And open AI is like a hundred billion dollar company or something like that. And that may be the same here in the U.S., but we are trying to kind of fence things in. Other countries are going to be doing this in different ways. And here's how you can be concerned about it. Mm-hmm. Europe. And one thing that's really interesting about the UAE is because it has power to kind of cut through the, the red tape and kind of direct the private sector, it's basically... <laughs> that's taking- what a weird way to say authoritarian. <laughs> tape and kind of direct the private sector. It's basically taking national data sets that the government really only has access to in healthcare and education, and it's using that. I'm to- sorry, like that's really worth dwelling on. Like, are we at the point where news media outlets like The Economist won't just say because it's an authoritarian country, they're going to finesse it and make it sound like here's a positive spin on it because they can cut through the red tape? The private sector, it's basically taking national data sets that the government really only has access to in healthcare and education, and it's using that to make these models uh, more performant. Yeah, because we have HIPAA laws. Mm -hmm. It's doing additional training on that data. And then if you look to other countries, so France or India, they're also trying to do things sort of like this. You know, in France's example, Mr. All's co-founder basically told me that the government's been quite cooperative. There's a possibility maybe they will be able to tap into French public data at some point. Even the UK is considering using the National Health Service to this end. In India, there's a lot of digital public infrastructure. People call it the India stack. There's talk of them working with companies like Sarvam. So basically, governments are leveraging what they have, which is money and then data to support their, their AI industries. Uh, what do you mean by that? Oh, sorry. Yeah, well, let's look at. Sorry. Hit the buttons too many times. <laughs> what do you think about that? Um, I mean, it is concerning, um, especially when you have authoritarian governments like we're talking about in Dubai, UAE, etc., um, with a shit ton of money to throw around, um, and then they have access to their own proprietary data sets that they can use to train their AI. And then they won't have the constraints that we do. And there's right. really no. It's not like nuclear science where you know, constructing a bomb takes all this infrastructure and build up. It's just software and you can steal that. What was that weird story you had about Texas A&M and like the... Well, Texas A&M has a satellite campus in Qatar. 
Um, okay. It's a weird thing that like most people don't know. Uh, it became yeah. popular recently, and it's kind of become a meme of itself. Well, I think they have a, a nuclear plant. Or they're doing like nuclear research nuclear there, research? Yeah. yeah. And they're just sharing 100 of whatever they find with the Qatar government. And it's like, dude, uh. they paid their college football coach almost a billion dollars for like a 20 year contract, and four years into it, they changed their mind and fired him because they're Texas A and M Houston pieces of shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> like just to, just like I know we're, we don't have to be a college football fo- podcast to talk about this. Right. Texas A and M is a fucking cult. So football games are on Saturday in college football. On Friday nights at 10 p.m., they go to their stadium and fill the stadium, which seats like 100,000 people. and Or maybe they fill a side of it with all the students. And they practice yelling for the game. <laughs> Jesus. And they call it that. They call it yell, yell night or something like that. It's insane. That's, and and like insane. it was almost like a badge of honor that they could be like, yeah, we're going to have to pay him 100%. Like when they hired that coach, they were like, hey, this is like guaranteed money. They're like, yeah, of course it is. We're Texas A&M. <laughs> this is Houston, buddy. You've got some oil, bud. You, you think we can't? We'll fire him tomorrow. Pay the next guy $2 billion. <laughs> Fuck you. Because our boosters are good for it. You know why? Because we got cutter money. We're selling nuclear secrets just so we can pay off our coaches. Like just <laughs> unbelievable, right? Uh, I mean, you know, what's the point of having fuck you money if you don't ever say fuck you? Yeah, well, Texas A&M been living in it, man. Um, I don't know. Should we play this Toyota clip? Why not? Way sent this in. Oh, I think this is kind of interesting. So um, Toyota is playing a different game with EVs, and... It's either a good strategy or it's a good PR move here. To buy a car, most car makers today give you two options, gas or electric. But there's one exception. This is a graph of how many hybrids each car company sold in the US from 2020 to 2022. And this is Toyota. As of 2019, about 60% of hybrids on American roads were made by Toyota. But on the EV front, it looks like they're falling behind. Some people think they're making a grave mistake, but it's been part of their plan all along. This is an internal corporate document sent to Toyota dealers across the country. In it, it says Toyota is committed to reducing carbon emissions as much as possible, as soon as possible. But it says that's gonna be really hard on a wide scale because of three reasons. Number one, critical minerals. Toyota says there just won't be enough materials to meet the demand for EVs in the coming years. Number two, charging infrastructure. Toyota says there just aren't enough chargers and they aren't fast enough. And number three, affordability. They're still just too expensive. So instead, they offer this practical path forward, which is basically hybrids. Doing this, Toyota says it can use the materials from six battery EVs to make 90 hybrids and have 37 times as much carbon reduction. Now the company has announced its fleet of electric cars they plan to release in the next few years. But in the meantime, while the EV kinks are getting worked out, Toyota is betting on hybrids. So great, sound strategy, right? But you do have to remember this is a marketing pamphlet that kind of seems like it was meant to get leaked. Totally, right? Like when you saw that, you're like, that, that, that's, that's made for me to see that. Absolutely. There's definitely validity to some of these claims. For example, there is a huge charger imbalance. California has 14,000 charging Thanks, stations, Gavin more than Newsom. a quarter of the entire country. But Ohio, for instance, has just 1,200. That's yeah, almost 10,000 people per charger compared- Oh yeah, Michigan won the national championship. Fuck Ohio week starts. <laughs> 
to California's 2,800 people per charger. And some EVs are still just too expensive for the common person. In July of 2023, Kelly Blue Book reported that the average EV sales price was about $5,000 more than a gas car. But some environmentalists argue Toyota is just copping out and trying to sell more cars and not invest fully in electric. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. I feel like that's been their strategy for a long time. I mean, I mean, they started this shit, right? They did yeah, the, Prius. the Prius, yeah, and then they branched out, and you know, you can get like a Camry now. You can get their uh, the hybrid their ones, yeah, the Highlander, yeah. Their, uh, but they, you don't thing. think of them as like a big EV company. I never thought about you that. Don't, yeah. But I paused. Yeah, they've this been in investing in that look technology. Look at, that, look at this lady's face. <laughs> they've been investing in that technology for quite a while. I think it's been a long-term strategy of theirs, um, and I, it, you know. It does make some sense. Yeah. Things he pointed out there are real. Yeah. Um, I mean, it kind of feels like they are hedging though, right? Like it's, it's, um, I mean, their, their, their points are accurate about the infrastructure. However, the yeah. mother of invention type thing situation, sure. right? Like, yeah. And, and these are the projects that, yeah, they tend to get a lot of leverage from governments to make work and, uh, it's a risk. It is a risk. Um, and it's not a purely market driven thing. That's the whole thing with market, with the government getting involved in it. Um, as much as it may feel like intrusion, I prefer our form of government getting involved in it as opposed to, uh, I don't know, places like Qatar and, uh, (laughs) and China. Uh, I mean, cause like, I I don't have a clip here. There's another thing where someone's like electric vehicles are sitting in a parking lot in China. They were going to have these, um, driverless cars that were going to take over as ubers and and then they're just not getting sold and they're like this is just like all the bikes they bought and all the bird scooters and they showed these other landfills and it's like yes you're talking about the failures of a command economy yes like mm, yeah. yes absolutely <laughs> yep. this is absolutely. why you should have a market to determine whether that's feasible or not um and if you have government get involved they can only push so much right all right uh let's talk about ukraine right? well, i always put ukraine as its own segment at the end of the show and then we get tired um, we haven't talked about World War Three in a while. Russia, this, the things that come up in this clip is Russia, uh, North Korea, Iran, ballistics, long-range strikes, things like that. God, their face looks funny. Um, what is C- CSIS? This is CSIS with a blue check mark. So it's something, Alan. It's like a think tank. It's the Crisis International. I, I'm familiar with them. Okay. They do a, some of the podcasts I listen to about foreign affairs um, are CSIS funded. Yeah. Okay. U.S. intelligence reports that Russia has acquired ballistic missiles from North Korea. Tom, how are these used in the attacks on Ukraine this week? Look, missiles have become weapons of choice. The Russians have reportedly gotten uh, artillery as well as uh, short-range ballistic missiles from North Korea. Uh, There's also reports going after Iranian missiles as well. So they're they're using them because they're running out of what they have. It's going to be an enormous cost of position for Ukrainian air defenses uh, and just their forces in general. Uh, Before we go on to other parts of this, they are running out of what they have, but they're making more. Like, this is what right. they're buying while they're making more. People are like, they're running out. They're going to use up all North Korea's, and that's it, because it's all static. <laughs> like, So if Russia does get these Iranian missiles, is Ukraine equipped to defend them? The challenge, just very simply, is that there's going to be a lot of losses, and it really puts the urgency of the ground forces to go in there and shwack these things from below, uh, or frankly, long-range strike to push the Russian forces back. And that's why getting the Ukrainians longer-range strike of whatever form is going to be so critical here. To be- now, I bet nobody involved in the making of this video has any any personal interest in Ukraine getting weapons from the U.S. stockpiles so that their companies or the people that they 
consult with can sell more weapons to mm. the, gov- the U.S. government, right? Be able to shoot back. U.S. intelligence. That was it. That was the whole thing. Right. So CSIS stands for Center for Strategic and International Studies. Isn't that something? Isn't that something, Alan? Do they uh, spot? Oh, they, you know what? They do that um, Axe Files podcast, I think, right? Or the? Uh, I think they do. I think they also do like the President's Inbox. That's the one. President's um, Inbox. That was the one I was yeah, thinking of. Yeah, I can hear that yeah. the, the the host's voice saying it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, let's play a couple of clips. Let's play one clip. So Biden had a couple of speeches over the weekend, especially one on Friday, which was essentially his campaign launch launch speech. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it is weird that Trump has been campaigning for as long as he has. It feels like we've like Biden is late to start campaigning. Biden is campaigning like a normal human being running for election in 2024. Trump had to start earlier because he heard he was going to get indicted and he wanted to make sure that he would have uh, candidate presidential immunity, which is probably another thing he'll say that he gets. Um, probably yes. Uh, so, so just also he's fundraising off of it too. He's, yes, right, exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Trump started his fundraising and his defense over his prior actions by running for president early. Biden started running for president on Friday, uh, and he had a power. I I feel like it was a powerful speech. I think this is a pretty good snippet. That was pretty good. Yeah, uh, the lack of stuttering was pretty impressive. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think that there were some things that he said that sort of. He talked about uh, putting January 6th people in prison, not him, but the government, the Justice Department, um, finding them guilty and putting them in prison for over 800 years. And it was just like, I don't think that's going to go over well with all of the independents. Like, I'm sure that goes over well with Democrats, but like, you're trying to sway a lot of people that I I just don't know if like when you say like over 800 years of life behind (laughs) bars here. Like, look at what we've accomplished. That and the jobs, right? Like, I thought that was a little weird, but uh, this I thought was a powerful part of it. See, Alan, I'm a true independent. (laughs) For the first time in our history, insurrectionists had come to stop the peaceful transfer transfer of power in America. First time. Smashing windows, shattering doors, attacking the police. Over 140 police officers were injured. Jill and I attended the funeral of police officers who died as a result of the events of that day. Because Because of Donald Trump's lies... They died because these lies brought a mob to Washington. You can't have a contest if you see politics as an all-out war instead of this a part. peaceful way to resolve our differences. This is like our show, right? Mm, absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. All-out war is what similar. Trump wants. This is the first national election since January 6th. I don't like identifying with him so much. Insurrection <laughs> placed a dagger at the throat of American democracy since that moment. We all know who Donald Trump is question we have to answer is, who are we? That's what's at stake. Who are we? He's asking because he's 82 years old. And he's, <laughs> who are That's we? Something. I, should I, probably, I should probably isolate. Who are we? <laughs> <laughs> Jill, <laughs> tell me. Uh, who are we again? Yeah. Um, uh, this is uh, slightly less powerful and um, quite honestly pathetic. This was a response to that by uh, the former president. By the way, look at his posture. He looks haggard. Like he's he actually now looks eight years older than he did in twenty fifteen, which is oh, uh, you know, why should I shame him? Let him age naturally, right? Yeah, but I think the stresses of the things that he's been involved in are, are trying to finally catching up. It's one thing to travel around the country and the fatigue of running for 
office but having four lawsuits at the same time for shit you right. did it's not shit that you don't deserve to have to like at least show up and win the trial of like like you did things on the margins if it's legal you're gonna have to prove it buddy uh anyways uh yeah he's like slumped over like well here he is this is um this is trump mocking crooked joe china joe biden's record is an unbroken streak of weakness incompetence corruption and failure other than that he's doing quite well isn't he don't you <laughs> that's a hell of a list that's a hell of a list, right? That's why Crooked Joe is staging his pathetic fear-mongering campaign event in Pennsylvania today. Did you? So this is this event, I believe, was after his speech. So I think Biden had to go home and go to bed. Um, <laughs> so he had it earlier in the day, and then this he gave the speech afterwards. I I listened to Biden's entire speech twice. I there was no remarkable stutter in it. You see yeah. him, he was stuttering through the whole thing. He's going, I'm, uh, I'm gonna, he's a threat to democracy. I'm a th- <laughs> They've weaponized government. He's saying, I'm a threat to democracy. He's a- it's rich him saying that Biden's weaponized <laughs> government, right? <laughs> yeah. That's a threat so. to de- de- democracy. All right, this isn't best of the Trump cult. We'll play more of that later. Uh, not that, but we'll play more of him later. You know, there was a right. time where acting like that would make you look like the weaker man. That, yeah. Yeah, but he's been playing that same fiddle for quite a while. Of just being an asshole. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think that this belongs in best of the Trump cult, so I put this here because some things are actual. Isn't that something news that should come up outside of just picking on political parties, which is the intention of the second half? News broke last week that Trump got over $7 million in kickbacks or deals with Trump's organization, got $7 billion, million, over $7 million, I think 7.4, something like that, uh, million dollars from foreign countries while he was president. And he's like, oh, he's a businessman. His business must have made money. Well, there's a thing called the emoluments clause. And for like five minutes in 2015 and 16, we cared about that. And the emoluments clause is basically you don't get to profit off of being the president. So he's like, no, 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 I'll take care of that. I'll give the business over to my son, blah, blah, blah. So um, this story was broken. uh, Findings by House Democrats and only reported on MSNBC. And no, no, no. The New York Times, I think, broke the story. Um, the Times did. Yes. Yeah, the Times broke the story. Okay. Yeah, and then the Times, so the, they broke the story on f- Thursday or Friday. And I posted a little cover of it saying that the Times shared it. Of course, I can't read mm-hmm. it because the Times wrote it. Uh, so I put it in my stories. And the amount of followers that were like, well, they better have some good proof because that's quite a statement. It's like, motherfucker. Like, have you heard the things that have been going on with uh, uh, Hunter Brandon? But like, just allegations like and and like like i i don't mean to dismiss that as just allegations use the republicans that are investigating its words like trust their words when pressed for it they said where's your proof and they said you'll find it if we start the impeachment like right. like they didn't have to say hey we'll tell you about trump's money if if we start the impeachment <laughs> like yeah that was the combers exactly. of the world didn't have to do that yeah exactly like, yeah, yeah. so I, I just thought that was pretty funny that it's like people say things like trump derangement syndrome and then you post something that you're like hey some people with reporting said that this thing happened they're like well there better be reporting it's like why do you call me trump derangement syndrome <laughs> anyway um here's your boy who is this guy on uh msnbc ari, melbourne. ari, ari melbourne now we're going to show you the new receipts that document Trump's enrichment 
from foreign governments while he was in office. And I got to tell you before I go through it, this one matters for policing corruption by definition. This one also matters for voters who this year, 2024, will be weighing whether to return Trump to that office and whether not only on the issues we've heard so much about, like democracy and January 6th and the coup, which, of course, are important, but on the other issues that he made pledges about and vows about that he would do this about separating his companies from and he would defend the United States and not not sell it out. Yes. What are the results? So people can make up their minds. This is one thing to say he was a successful business guy and he deserves to make money, blah, blah, blah. But if you're making money from your office, you are you're literally selling out the country for your own personal gains. Like that is despicable. Like like forget that I'm talking about Trump. I'm telling you that a businessman ran our country and his businesses made money trading off of the name of our country. Just be mad about your fucking taxes there, dog. <laughs> right. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Remember, one of Trump's first acts as president-elect was a claim that he would address these concerns across the spectrum about his business dealing. These papers are all... They're showing a staged event where he had a bunch of stacks of papers next to his podium mm-hmm. while he's talking. Just a piece of the many, many companies that are being put into trust to be run by... My two sons, and I hope at the end of eight years, I'll come back and I'll say, oh, you did a good job. Otherwise, if they do a bad job, I'll say, you know, I stopped it when you said, I hope in eight years, I'll come back and look at it. (laughs) Loser. (laughs) You're fired. Finally, winning enough of those court clashes I mentioned and getting enough documents and receipts to issue. Why was Jay-Z on there? He often has music stars. Okay. This report right here, which is making news tonight, brand new White House for sale. It is a factual document for our corrupt era. And it has the evidence showing that all told, Trump took over $7 million from foreign states, including what they call some of the world's most unsavory regimes. Certainly not China and the Saudi Arabians. (laughs) China spent over $5 million. Saudi Arabia, Qatar. Qatar. We're talking about these adversaries routing these funds to the sitting commander in chief. Hey, did Saudi Arabia give his son two billion dollars when he left? Son he did, yeah. Son Didn't he sell? Uh, yeah. Don't you remember when Saudi Arabia got caught killing that journalist? And then on the tarmac, they're like, "What do you think about killing that journalist?" He's like, and Trump was like, "Oh, I can't, I can't hear you. Um, <laughs> we just made a six billion dollar deal with them. I don't know what you're talking about with the journalist. It's like, don't mm-hmm. like you said the thing. That's the thing. <laughs> and some of the very obvious places they spent." So they spent the money at Trump International Hotel uh, in Vegas, in that one in like the D.C. area. And uh, the post office one, I think. Yeah, that's it. Uh, I can pause it. There was also, I mean, we've had reporting around this for quite a while, including. Yeah. And then they said we should look into it. And you know what the, the Supreme Court said? They said, oh, it was in 2021. The Supreme Court was like, you guys are right. These are valid things to talk about. But like, he's not president anymore. So there's no crime. It's like. I mean, including money our own government spent on, on these Trump properties to, you know, house the Secret Service or things like that. Oh, remember um, when he went to Scotland and he made them stay like like 75 miles away from the event? And then fly via helicopter to the event, and all of that costs taxpayer money. Right. So obviously that's maddening as well. This is even more concerning because we're talking about foreign governments, uh, you know, and you know business ethics. Sorry, I had business man doing business. It's on the screen. I just happened to see it. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Is there any more in this? 
have an espionage department or a CIA in your country. They just went and plowed money into Trump properties in New York, Washington. Now we're going to. No, that was like a. Okay. That was it. Yeah. All right. Um, so I, I do think it was funny that people were like, well, there better be proof. And it's like, you know what? You're right. You're right. There better fucking be proof. And if there isn't proof, we'll just dismiss it. And you know what my first thought was in, in regards to that was, well, the New York Times does a daily podcast every morning where they say this is the biggest thing that we've been reporting on. Let's spend mm-hmm. 30 minutes, make sure everybody knows about it. So come Monday morning, what do you think the New York Times covered? You would think it would be about this. No, it no. was name, image, oh, image and likeness in college football. Yeah, and then that's uh, fine. You know what? College football national championship was on Monday, so I was on bated breath this morning when I refreshed my podcast feed. And what do you think they talked about this morning? Oh, the gun buyback thing, <laughs> dude. I've they been can't help the daily a lot. I haven't listened to the daily in so long. I was like, the gun yeah. buyback one spoke to me. I was like, yeah, I bet that'll be interesting. Sure was. They're like, hey, all these gun buy- I couldn't believe the New York Times reported this. They're like, all these gun buybacks that go to this company that sell the parts to gun kits online. <laughs> So people buy the guns back and then people just recycle it. <laughs> that is funny. I didn't listen. Like, how do people die? <laughs> yes. kind, of, kind of worked. Yeah, ever since, like, New Year happened, the holidays, they just, I don't know. I, I've listened to very few of the episodes. Dude, we oh. never miss an episode. That's why people like None Taken. Yeah. Uh, that's what yeah. I hear. And um, every year around this time, I remember our first year doing a podcast, uh, young podcasters out there, when you get to your first holiday season, don't don't despair. Uh, from like Thanksgiving to like a week from now, probably, your number is yeah. just dog shit. Like easily 20% drop, 30% drop, maybe mm-hmm. even more. Um, and yeah, anyways, and especially when you're new, that's like... Nobody's listening. Um, right. Yeah, it's just and and like big podcasting places know this and they just put out best ofs. And yeah, uh, yeah I don't know. We don't do that. I guess that was no, my point. We push was that my through. point? Was that my Slight point? Intent. I don't like that people do it. I listen to ten to fifteen hours of podcasts a day. I know. And like I've been listening, so I just listen to audiobooks that time of year. I was going to say I've been yeah. switched more to audiobooks yep. because there's not much content yeah. out there worth listening to. But we're out here slanging tent like a new Hell jack. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you want to talk about something everybody can agree on? Sure. All right. Fuck Iran. Let's see this. This is um... <laughs> in response to these protests. There has been a brutal, widespread crackdown that's been pretty relentless. There's been talking to women about hijabs. Tens of thousands. Twenty-two thousand arrested in protest, uh, pardoned by top leader. Of protesters arrested, according to the state figures. There's also been hundreds that have been beaten and tortured. Reports of having their hijabs used to gag them in inter- interrogation and torture rooms. Tortured, hundreds more have been killed. There's reports of sexual assault within the prisons themselves. Several protesters have been executed. Several more are sitting on death. So this lady's asking this woman, uh, who is Iran's Minister of Women's Affairs, she's asking <laughs> this with her hijab pulled back behind her head suggestively Mm. it's partially on it's probably held on with bobby pins you know probably you know it's kind of like when we talk about the winter and going into spring we were like oh my god a face Ooh, ooh, (laughs) do you see the part in her hair edgy speaking of edging why such a brutal crackdown 
So um, I guess we'll have to fucking translate this. I didn't think about that when I put it in the sheet. So <laughs> uh, did I interrupt too much? She's asking her all these hard questions about, right. you know, uh, Iran's culture and how they're treating women. And sure, it's the hijabs, but they're using them against them once they're in interrogation rooms, choking them with it, sexually assaulting women. You can't possibly care about them if that's the way you're treating them. Um, so the response is, I'm really sorry to hear that you are making false statements. <laughs> I am really sorry that you're influenced by the media. I invite you to stay to be further familiarized with the facts and realities in Iran. <laughs> but she was quoting government numbers. Yes, yeah. Oh my God, you're right. <laughs> you're right, those were government numbers, huh? Yeah. Alan, you're so attentive. That's why I like doing a show with you. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm like the color commentary and you're the play. <laughs> uh, I'm all wrapped up in emotions. And I don't see that kind of stuff. Um, this is not a wackadoo, but all my wackadoos sent me this. So uh, do you want to guess okay. who the wackadoos are, Alan? Oh, Ariel. Ariel. Uh, yep, sure. Ariel and Josh. Uh, Felina's Josh. Oh. Felina's Josh sends me the craziest shit. And then when I'm like, dude, this is like how this is like uh, – observably false he's like i don't pay attention to things man don't don't get bothered by it with me i'm like okay well you pay things like he josh is my reminder that most people that go and vote for trump or aoc or any of these people that are sort of like cult uh, mtg boberts right Mm -hmm. Uh, that like they like people speak to you and then you still get to vote even if you admittedly don't pay attention and it's like well i know this one Uh, and it's like god like you come across like this is so fucking harmless. It's not Josh. Like I need you to pay attention more. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm not getting mad at my friends on here. Uh, Felina, talk to him. She doesn't listen. Felina, Natasha, talk to Felina about, to, no, never mind. Don't. That's not don't how you, that. no, I'll talk. To, I talk to him. We talk every day. Um, I'm going to press this button before I stop okay. being weird. Reason to make your car payment on time. Ford in the process of a, Patent application for self-driving cars to drive away from their owners. After a series of missed payments, Ford's... The the meme came true, right? People are like, they're going to just drive home if you don't pay your bills. Proposal will force the car to drive itself to a repossession agency. Doesn't that lady laugh? Having the car drive away would be a last resort. The patent application shows... Isn't that something? Uh, Man, I got... It's wild to me that Ford is doing this, but it makes sense. When I... So I traded in a car that i had almost paid off this is the one of the dumbest things i've ever done in my life like i'm gonna say something that won't make any sense to you and i'm just gonna have to tell you i was like 26 and you'll be like yeah "Yeah, it's a little late to be that dumb (laughs) Uh, so i had a car i was almost done paying off i traded in for a lease oh geez (laughs) (laughs) it's probably makes the lease cheaper is that was that through uh ford? through ford yes so yeah. when they uh at the time i had a pretty good job i uh, was in a good situation in life and then mm-hmm. the lease expired right as i got divorced so <laughs> i had a buddy who worked at a different ford dealership i took the car in there and i said look buddy um i'm making my way downtown you know <laughs> just best i can <laughs> right. just like you got to hook me up here I'm now keep in mind, I'm 2000 miles over my mileage limit on this car. Um, and I don't have a down payment. I can barely pay rent at this point. Right. And the guy's like the guy, I got the hookup through the homie, Mm -hmm. but he's like, look, you're on Ford motor credit. 
as long as you never miss a payment with Ford Motor, through, through specifically with Ford Motor Credit, not like whoever else you can get credit through, as long as you never miss a payment with Ford, you'll always be approved with like a low 1.9. By the way, they hooked me up with a low rate too. Like I couldn't nice. like 1.9, I think. Um, and he, and he's like, so if, and no, I, did I tell you no money down? Oh no. Nice. I didn't have a down payment and I didn't right, have, right. like, I traded in a lease that I owed mileage on. Um, Jeez. and he's like, yeah, just never miss a payment. You'll always get leased by Ford. I got another car after that through Ford. They're like, Oh, look at you. You're great. 1.9. Like, you know, and then nice. I ended up selling that when I bought my mini and I'll never buy mm. another car again. I'll just keep the <laughs> mini running. The, I'll, I, I don't want to buy one of these cars. You have to agree to terms of service to fucking leave your driveway. I know that you roll your eyes every time I say that, but I mean, now they got shit like this where the, like, if you miss a payment, they'll just drive yourself home yeah don't mind if i do <laughs> people don't say don't mind if i do enough it's true they don't um i got okay this is my wackadoo of the week this is uh josh and glatsby sent this in okay i'm playing this because i think something on our show that's important to us is media literacy right Mm-hmm. I think at one point I told you, like, I, I wish we had sort of like catchphrases for our show, not catchphrases, but like mottos and like media mm-hmm. literacy was one of the things I think is important to us. Yeah. Um, so one of our least, the, the worst person, you know, it's terrible news. The worst person, you know, made a made a great point. Um, Gavin Newsom started a media literacy campaign in their public schools, which like I, I get it. It's the state passing down curriculum and you don't like the person in charge of the state, but like you don't worry when it's like, you know, learning about the missions in San, in, in, in California or learning sure. about the gold rush, like right. just like media literacy is important. And when people aren't, can you get, I talk too much. Why does media literacy and critical thinking and skepticism mean so much to us? Because I mean, that's sort of the whole foundation of our show. That's what Nuntaken is about, right? Yeah. Because we take all these stories um, and we try to break them down for people, and, and you know, not necessarily taking a a polarized viewpoint on one side or the other, but just really, what does this mean? Like, what does it actually mean to right. us? What does it mean to you? What, how's it going to impact you? That's and is and is and are these statements, opinions, or facts? Like statements right. of opinion or fact and, you know, and, and like, it's fine. You don't have to dismiss things just because it's all opinion. That's fun. Just know what that person's just angle is. is and then take yeah. that information and in. be educated by that. Next time the subject comes up, maybe you're more curious and know that you didn't have the best source on the first time. I wonder what this person mm-hmm. tells me, like form yep. a well-rounded opinion on things like, yep. right. Okay. So Absolutely. they want to teach. I'm hoping something like that. I mean, if their curriculum's bullshit, I fucking care too, right? But so the fact that that's happening has all the wackadoos in California sending me this. Even Newsom just signed a bill that the will music. mandate California school children be taught media literacy. And in the official <laughs> press release, it says that it will protect children. He from- says it conspiratorially. He's like, they're going to teach them media literacy. Can you fucking believe it? We're not going to be able to get away with literally what we're doing right now this video <laughs> spreading <laughs> anytime you hear an instagram video with that music in yeah. the background you can be pretty sure it's, it's i should search video. by that song and just pick yeah, a absolutely. thing at random from climate change denial vaccine conspiracy theories and questioning what occurred at the capitol and this is just me reading the official press release that's allowed right and this comes right after new york just announced their media literacy curriculum which means they are coastal elites alan encoding (laughs) teaching children not to ask questions into school curriculums okay now now that's the leap right like how does that mean that right 
It doesn't mean that. Doesn't it actually mean to ask questions? To ask questions. Yeah. yeah. But, the, but, but these are the people who say, like, I've asked the questions. Just believe me. Here's all the facts. Like, right. Yeah. We're just going to spoon feed them. Yeah. That's what they're saying. Yeah. Uh, do we have time for sharks? I don't know. Do we? I, I, I don't think it matters anymore. Yeah. None of this matters anymore. I had a button for when we had time for sharks. Oh, here it is. There's no time for sharks. No. Ooh, that's a throwback. Uh, that is a throwback. Old heads get it. Um, yeah, this blew my mind, dude. We'll go to lunch after uh, the, one more clip. If after sharks this. Uh, aren't terrifying enough to some of you, there's a new threat in the waters off of Florida. How about sharks hopped up on cocaine? <laughs> Experts say sharks may be gobbling up bales of drugs, which have been dumped off the Florida coast by smugglers. Marine biologists went to study the phenomenon. They conducted experiments and spotted a hammerhead shark hammerhead. into dumped packages and biting into them. That could this is, you know what? You know what? We'll go to lunch. I got I got something to take us to lunch. These goddamn liberals are taking away our straws so these, <laughs> so these sharks can't do their coke. I mean, we had cocaine bears. Now we have cocaine sharks. Cocaine sharks, yeah. Put the straws back in the drink. The sharks, they shouldn't be eating it. That's not the best way to congest it. Ingest it. I'll see you in a bit. I'm going to eat a drink. All right. All right. This is the B-side of our platter, sports fans. And I'm singing just for you, covered in sequins. In the canyons of your mind I will wander through your brain To the ventricles of your heart, my dear I'm in love with you again Sorry, dude. The I don't know where uh, just looking at the sharks. They don't have. There's no time for sharks. Really? You know what, though? You could be the Detroit Red Wings. Halfway through the season, we're at 9 29 3. Fucking pathetic. We just lost 7 1 to the fucking Maple Leafs. You know what? It could be. I think that might be worse than the Red Wings. I think it might be. They're bad, dude. They're really fucking bad this year. The wow. worst season I've ever experienced. Wow. As a fan. <clears throat> wow. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Uh, maybe it'll make you feel better. Probably won't. Uh, <laughs> on the new soundboard where I have all your funny laughs and all your sounds. I'm going to lean towards pussy. I, I play with my tonsils all the time. <laughs> Gay N-words from chicks kinda, with dicks that put mine to shame. All these sounds. <laughs> Why are there so many things you've said? Chink. Not see. Want to see my dick? It wasn't why, why, I can't believe that we have so And now we have that new one from this morning um, Oh god Yeah. Anyway Alan, um, you wanted to ask some questions Oh, I just stumbled across this uh, The other day last week um, Do you know why our time is base 60? You know, I feel like it's something I've learned before But I don't know So they say it came from the Sumerian She's talking about like 60 seconds, 60 minutes Right, 69. yeah um, because it's okay. They, they think nice. it came from the Sumerians who were like one of the initial civilizations to sort of settle down into an area, not be hunter gatherers, but you know, do agriculture and big cities. mistake. The plants won. Right. Um, so they think that the way they used to count, you know, on your fingers, you have three little segments on each one of your fingers. Yeah. So they go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, and you run out, right? What? You use your thumb oh. to count. So you touch each segment. Whoa. And then as as you run out, you put a, a finger up on your other hand, right? 
And so the max you can get is five times 12, that's 60. And so they think that's where the base 60 came from, as well as there was always already the 12 cycles of the moon. So there were other reasons to do that. 12 little squirrels spinning on a branch, eating sunflowers on my grandpa's ranch. Yeah. Yeah. But that kind of blew my mind. I had never even thought of that. You saw me, right? Like, yeah, mind blown. (laughs) I I wasn't even acting. I was just like hands to the forehead. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Did you see me counting while you did this? Yeah. (laughs) How many of the listeners do you think were doing that too? Probably. Great job, Alan. Great storytelling. Wow. No, I didn't (laughs) know that. What's the 12 cycles of the moon? Should I ask Natasha? Yeah, probably. All right, fine. Um, (laughs) I've I've got a question for you, sir. Okay. Can you explain what's going on in the Nevada primary? There's the Nevada primary and there's Nevada caucus. And then there's also something going on with the New Hampshire primary. And so, okay. All right. So Nevada that we're talking about the Republican side in Nevada, Um, the Republican half of Nevada. No, the Republican primary and caucus caucus. And (laughs) so I believe it's the caucus that's (laughs) going to matter. And the primary doesn't, um, it's one of those. I think it's that way. Um, essentially what happened was the party kind of went two different directions and some candidates chose to sign up for the caucuses. (laughs) Some candidates chose to sign up for the primary. Yeah, but I think if you um, sign up for the primary, you won't be eligible for. The, yeah, so people like Mike Pence, Nikki Haley, you won't be eligible. They won't consider you eligible for the being on the ballot. Being on okay, well, essentially it doesn't matter. It's performative, huh? um, but not all the candidates are in the the caucus one, the one that actually counts. Um, but I mean, a lot of these candidates are so far down. Wait, are both of these paid for with taxpayer money? So they have to pay a fee to be on the the ballot. But, yes, there is some taxpayer money going into it, yeah. Um, well, we know although, the state GOPs don't have any money. Remember we had that article about, yes, like, Wyoming yeah. had $54. Like, right. Arizona had, like, $15,000. Like, it's actually uh, one of the reasons that they suspected, like, the Pence campaign went with the one that doesn't matter is because it was cheaper. And their <laughs> campaign is so broke right now. Well, they're out. Although, you mean at yeah. the time? They're still, yeah. So um, it's like $35,000 uh, to get on the ballot. Yikes. If you, yeah. So it's supposed to be like 55, right. It's supposed to be $55,000, but if you did some sort of, I don't know, volunteering or something or fundraising, they got it dropped to $35,000. Um, huh. So, yeah, very bizarre situation in which not all the candidates are actually going to. You be, could work it off. <laughs> something like that. Yeah. It's do some fundraising. Do dishes. I guess. Um, What's going on with so, New Hampshire? Wait, okay, by so the New way, you, I heard your whole answer. Nothing makes sense. I have no clarification about what's it's happening very in bizarre. Nevada. It's very bizarre. Okay. Uh, so Iowa and New Hampshire are typically the first two to go um, for the Democrats. Yeah, right? New Hampshire second. Talked, right. Um, we've talked about how the Biden campaign decided they wanted to start in South Carolina because they feel it gives them an advantage. Um, now, um, New Hampshire has it in their law that they actually are their state laws, their constitution says they're supposed to be first in the union to go. Um, the the way that Iowa got around that was they did a caucus instead of a primary. <laughs> so Iowa would actually be first, and then um, New Hampshire would go second. Now, the, the, the DNC has decided that South Carolina is where the first primary they're going to say officially starts. Yeah. However, and this is a big uh, reward because South Carolina was so clutch for Biden saving sure. Biden's campaign in 2020. Yeah. So Iowa and New Hampshire are not cool with that. 
Um, and they're saying now that they're but actually the, but, the, but the Democrats were like, fine, we don't count on you, Iowa, anyways. You guys all sell your John Deere tractors and vote for Trump, anyways. Right. right. Um, so what they're planning to do in Iowa and New Hampshire is go ahead and go forward with the process. And, and not be not on the primary, out. but hope people write in, write it in. He's yeah. counting on getting 50% of a write in. And they're not going to, no, they're, they're going to have people on the ballot. They're just not going to, uh, they're not going to give out the results until after the results from South Carolina come out. Oh, wait, wait, who are you saying is making the plans, New Hampshire or the Biden campaign? I was talking about the Biden campaign's plan. New Hampshire. Oh, and, okay. Um, Say what you're saying Iowa. again. I don't understand. So essentially, they're going to go go forward with the process that as they planned, so that they are the first two. Uh huh. Um, however, they're not going to release the results as sort of a workaround for the DNC to allow it. This is so fucking dumb. These are children. Yeah, it's pretty wild. God, I didn't. You know, caucuses are really weird. Let's go to the seat. <laughs> so you actually have to physically show up. You have to physically show up at these. You know how these work, right? And you actually like. The, yeah, you've got to like argue with each, with your neighbors. Right. And you go stand in the group if you're voting for this person. And then, you know, they decide who wins. And then you can move around. You can be like, okay, I'm going to go to this group now. I'm going to go to that group now. Yeah, you, you could be like, ah, I used to like this character, but now I kind of feel like I'm leaning. I'm going to lean towards Bussy. But... And then you go hang out with Bussy. <laughs> exactly. Okay. It's, it's very bizarre. That's a really old school way of doing it. Yeah. Which. I, I, it's charming, and I. It is charming. I actually think that. Okay, what's good about that is people go in with a preconceived idea, and then caucuses will persuade people. And it yeah. actually, I think you can make an argument that that's a, a very healthy form of democracy. And I think, like, I've never participated in one, but I feel like it would be very, um, like, would be it would feel very like you're involved in your community because mm-hmm. you're actually physically in a space, moving around with your neighbors and other people in your community. I think that would have a really cool kind of feel to it. Yeah. In general, I feel like Alan's saying that a caucus feels good. <laughs> yeah. I won't make yeah. you say it. A caucus is nice. Never mind. You know. Gosh, the Lord giveth. <laughs> well, thank you, Alan. Uh, man, I was working with a guy yesterday. No, I'm not going to blow up his spot. Coworkers, okay. listen. Never mind. Never mind. We had a live voltage live voltage incident that I was like, oh no, nothing like that. But I just okay. had a moment and I was just like, I was like you have a flashback. Or- yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's that time of year, so I was like, sure. And he and he's like, hey man, like God protects us, aren't we lucky? And I was like, and I swear to God, it wasn't like a close call. It really wasn't. But like mm-hmm. you know, when I when he saw me being upset, he's like, hey, God protects us. I was like. Uh, let me tell you something, sir. It was all black when I was out. So that's not yeah. going any, that's landed on deaf ears here. <laughs> anyway. Um, so it's good. You said Iowa here's uh Trump had quite a few statements from Iowa. No, mm. um, there might be one or two of these that we play longer clips of. I actually don't think so. This is about a minute and it's just weird shit that this man's doing. This man used to be president. He's turned around, walking into the screen. I'm guessing he's doing a Biden impression. Oh, uh, yeah. He's like, back is turned to the Donald audience. Trump on deface the nation. Back and forth. Ah. Cag. Donald Trump was unable to get the words out. Well, sure, I'd rather remain neutral. I want to see the people in charge of the catapult. Sir, I'm a catapulter. <laughs> How do you wake up in the morning and put on your pants? No, 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 you cannot do that, Donald. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Donald, I need that. I need to know what that's about. No, 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 you cannot do that, Donald. <laughs> 
He's What's funny. The man? About? He's funny I don't know. I don't need to talk to the man about the catapults. I don't catapult <laughs> Magnets. Give me a glass of water. Let me drop it on the magnets. That's the end of the magnets. Magnets, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, defeated by water. Yeah, bitch. Magnets. Oh! Order, order. That's not how magnets work. Like, look, I am not going to give him credit. I'm not going to give him credit with electromagnets. He thinks that magnets don't work when they get wet. I, you I know that's what he, he thinks. Maggots. No, it was fucking. I know yeah, magnets. Bitch! Magnets. Border, 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 border. Where the border was the big word of that speech. Since again, like I don't like defending the Democrats, but the things they said that they would affect in a positive way aren't great, but are better than before. And honestly, I'm just cynical. People that are more optimistic than me say that this is a good economy. I still can't say that, but. The things that you wanted better numbers in are better now. So they're not talking about those. They're talking about border. He other right. he didn't say inflation ten times, right? No, no. Border, 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 border. Bags of crap. How would you like to buy a pillow from Mike Lindell? Mike would be dead tomorrow morning. Nobody would know. Beat up, what? molested, or shot. The wheelchair over the cliff, right? But I have worse than Al Capone. I'm a very aesthetic person. Like you young guy in the front with a beautiful hat on. I said, uh, he said, look to me, he goes, why do you keep saying I'm going to? I keep saying I'm not. I said, you're going to. 100% you're going to. Would you like to make a bet? We'll make a bet. And he said, no, no, I don't understand what you're getting at. I said, here's the story. They're either very stupid or they're trying to destroy the nation. Does that all make sense? The people of Iowa just vote against him. He's the president. All right, that's good. Wow. Yeah. Lincoln Project can make funny things not funny. They can. Yeah, that's that's (laughs) pretty unhinged stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Here is somebody that went to jail for him and didn't get his uh, stuff. Uh, whatever. Oh, woman, woman, lady, Trump supporter, uh, just got out of prison, says it was a trap. What is your reaction to what you just heard there from President Trump? Is Biden fear mongering about the fate of democracy here? What was that sound? Absolutely not. You know, um, that's the mega, I don't know how to explain it, but they have this way of demeaning you and putting you down. And that's what they've got going right now is this huge gaslighting smear campaign going on, telling me that it was a peaceful protest. I was there. Is this a plant, though? Like, that's what people will say, right? I mean, you can't prove it's not a plant, right? She doesn't have any teeth. Do you see that? Yeah, I did see that. I mean, yeah, people will certainly say that, especially since it's on CNN. Yeah. Um, You know, and she knew the answer she was going to get when she asked that question. That's why she's there. She wanted to go on and say that. She's like, I went to prison. I think it's a trap. Somebody can think that, right? Let's hear what she says. Absolutely. I was there when they pushed those gates and those officers and when they stepped on my head. And it was an officer that saved my life that day. Biden is right on with everything he's saying. Trump is a dangerous, and I mean dangerous, narcissist he's a cult leader he needs to be put in prison he's not any different than his friend what, what was that guy that had just got he they, they're saying that he was uh it sounds like fucking biden himself in the prison epstein epstein what's oh, friends with epstein trump is disgusting in their appeal to the Supreme Court, I'm sure you know, Trump is facing... Uh, do I have to play more of this? Do you no, I think okay. that's plenty. That kind of yeah. sounds like a plant. I didn't clear this. I didn't clear this, listeners. Sorry. <laughs> um, okay, this is... Uh, this, I call this clip China Dawn. 
Um, this is Don. Oh, can I pause this? Yeah, I can. Okay. Um, this is uh, Donald Trump. From- the first clip is Donald Trump in December of this. Oh, Alan, I called him China Don because all the money he got from China. Remember that? Ah, okay. Um, this is Donald Trump on December 8th. So a day over a month ago talking to uh, this is when he gave his dictators uh, address oh, okay. Sean Hannity the Biden family and they're making millions from Burisma yeah. now think of this from China too could you imagine me doing that or my sons doing that or no or the great Ivanka Trump doing that a years-long investigation nope. by Dem- this is from the fourth by Democrats on the House over the guy speaking is Brett Baer a Fox News. both of these clips are on Fox this is a Fox mm-hmm. News headline Doing that. A years-long investigation by Democrats on the House Oversight Committee claims former President Trump's businesses received at least $7.8 million from foreign governments during his time in office. According to the report, a bulk of, of those payments came from the Chinese government and state-owned business. The Biden family, and they're making... Can you imagine uh, I did that? Um, <laughs> for sale... <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> to be she clear, if they prove that Biden is selling off America on his name, I'm going to be mad. This is a thing I sure. would be mad about. I've not been persuaded by the shit people have brought up. And every time they're like, it's going to be everything you want. Look at the laptop. Oh, it's Hunter Biden's dick. God <laughs> damn it. It's always Hunter Biden's dick. It's always, it's always dick and hookers. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, meth. Yeah. 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 And a sweet job at Burisma. But that had more to do with like, oil and i mean he he wasn't even vice president at the time right no i mean it's trading off his name and his former position sure. oh it's it's sleazy it's yeah yeah but i think everybody that voted for biden was like yeah 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 didn't like that either good point yeah I'd... but uh <laughs> your son and you uh, yeah okay um they uh this is a clip arguing over mortality rate i got a lot of trump in the second half here <laughs> um this is actually you know what Last week, I did a couple of these. I, I, I slid one in here. This is Trump looking pretty cool, actually. But, sir, okay. we have the... So he's getting um, interviewed by somebody who gives him inaccurate statistics. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, right? Maybe this, was, this was back during COVID. Um, and okay. he brought out a sheet, and he was like, no, those aren't true. These are real numbers now. Also, that, that's how the state rubber stamps things. But here, watch the exchange. Chris Wallace. It's with Chris Wallace. Do you remember this? The seventh Vaguely, highest yes. mortality rate in the world. Our mortality rate is higher than Brazil. It's higher than Russia. But when you talk about mortality rates, I think it's the opposite. I think we have one of the lowest mortality it's rates true, in the sir. world. We, I heard we had one of the lowest, maybe the lowest mortality off rate anywhere in the world. Because I heard we had the best mortality rate. And they hand him a sheet. Yeah, he's made up Number number one low mortality rate. I hope you show the scenario because it shows what fake news is all. Okay, okay, no, okay I don't ahead. think I'm fake news. This is a different edit than you know the actual, and this has been edited to make him look the best. Do you have more context sure. to this? Because that like he is also I, famous for like altering maps and like changing right. things to benefit <laughs> yeah, him. But I, I really don't remember this um, that clearly. Um, so I'm not sure what that's okay. talking about. All right. Well, yeah. you know what? We slid a good one in for him. We, yeah. yeah, that wasn't bad. It was good there. Uh, perhaps. 
I don't trust. Perhaps. I don't trust him. Chris Wall is generally pretty straight and narrow. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was the whole thing during that time period, though. Is like the, the all those numbers because statistics are always easily manipulated based on sure. what you're trying to prove, and the you know depending on how you were cutting it, the mortality rate may have been higher or lower. Probably is kind of what he's saying, right? Yeah, and I imagine that they could have factored in people with comorbidities and people with that or the whole and if you factor that out then maybe things were better that was the whole argument yeah 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 Um, there's plenty of ways as you said to to manipulate that sort of data so fox news jesse waters he's the guy that took over for tucker Mm, yes i don't know why they rolled the dice of bringing on a um a tarot card card reader did you see this i've heard i've heard about it okay so do you remember when nancy reagan had like a uh a psychic that would like, yeah. what was the story there? Both me and you grew up with that. But, I just remember that she like employed one and really like took it pretty seriously. And it wasn't that she was part of America's foreign policy, but it was that the president took Nancy's advice. advice pretty seriously. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And the, yeah. and the psychic reader was, yeah. So that came to mind when I saw this. Uh, so Fox news brought a tarot card reader on, to say what's in store what for Trump happening? in 2024. Uh-oh. So she turned over what I would say is death. Would you say that's death? I mean, I don't see yeah. a sickle or a... I don't know yeah. tarot cards very well, but that Sir, looks, it's, a, it's, a, it's a dark figure in a black cape, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> what is that? I, I mean, I, I, I do recognize that I'm at, I'm at Fox TV. I uh, <laughs> A sense of loss. A sense of loss. She says it the best she can. Um, a uh, sense of loss. You know, on None Taken, we have our own euphemism. We don't call it a sense of loss. We call it an actuarial event. <laughs> so there, so tarot card reader on Fox News predicts an actuarial event for Trump in 2024. Yikes. A Yikes sense of loss. Uh, Tim sent that in. Thanks, when, thanks for that one, Tim. Um, speaking of death, uh, there was a shooting in Ohio this last week. And uh, we can go off on our own spin on that conversation about how nobody cared about it. Right, Alan? It wasn't because, like, it kind of got the news that shootings should, that there are tragic events and everybody heard about it. Um, You know, unless you're going to have a conversation about changing anything or you're going to talk about accepting things. It kind of ended being news. Now, if you want to be a more conspiratorial-minded person which uh, people with a lot of agendas have been saying is that it's not in the news because that person um, posted a couple of like pride friendly things, had a pride flag in their bio. And Mm. I don't know, might be trans. I literally don't know. Um, I don't know either. It did did definitely move for the news cycle rather. Right. Just like, and so the people that say that are the people that say that, you know, anytime it's not a white male shooter, these things fall Mm. out of the news. Right. Um, I will say that every time, like, okay, what the, 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 cov- the covenant shooting, the one in Nashville here, mm-hmm. I mean, you know what I'm talking about, right? Like that one was yes. in the news, but you can talk about it without having to remind you. Uh, yeah, that one had to do with some, I don't think that got out of the news because of that. Um, no. there's different factors that make these things, you know, treated as the news events that they are horrific shootings and, um, and that Sadly, means that part the, of co- commonplace events in the United States, right? Yeah. The covenant one by you there was definitely in the news cycle for quite a while. And mm-hmm. it wasn't the cookie cutter, you know, 
shooter that we normally see in these sort of cases. And they didn't shy away of it because of that. No, yeah, definitely not. Um, Okay. Anyways. um, So Trump had a slightly different take on that. (laughs) Before going further, I want to send our support and our deepest sympathies to the victims and families touched by the terrible school shooting yesterday in Perry, Iowa. Uh, We're really with you uh, as much as anybody can be. It's a very terrible thing that happened. A lot of credit for not saying thoughts and prayers. Not joking. Mm. Not joking. He, all those words he just said, that's a new way of saying thoughts and prayers, and he gets credit for having its full yeah, faculty. We'll give him that. You know, vocabulary. Happened. Yeah. And uh, it's just horrible to see that happening. That's just horrible. So surprising to see it here. But uh, I have to get over it. We have to move. America. Forward. We have to move forward. Just what a piece of shit. Wow. Like, He's uh, got to get over it. Which is so weird for him because he was a gun grabber. Like, I don't understand this angle from him. Like, he was like he he was not a uh, a, a great pro two a president as you know you'd think a traditional no. Republican would be. Um, yeah, and he he would typically kind of pander to feelings in the moment. Saying like, you know, yeah, we mm-hmm. got to do something about this. Maybe some background checks, maybe some bump stocks, all that stuff. And then right. with this, and then not doing but with this, he's pandering in the exact same way. The other direction. He's in yeah. Iowa and he's like, I can't act like I'm going to take your guns away. We got to move on is the mm-hmm. theme. But don't use those words. Oh, no. But yeah, he did. And he'll pull it off. No, there's no consequence for that. Um, there's no empathy there, right? Like just no humanity no. there. Just like when, when people talk about the, um, not psychopathy, nar- narcissist, narcissism. Yeah. yeah. That's like a telltale trait, trait, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's no humanity didn't, there. It just, weren't uh, there stories that I don't mean to just have rumor hour. Fuck it. It's my podcast. Wasn't <laughs> there a story that a neighbor kid said that he wasn't allowed to play with the Trumps anymore because Trump threw rocks at his brother in the stroller. That, he would throw, he threw rocks was, at a baby. Yeah, there, there was a story like That's that. Yeah. Psycho I shit. don't know that it was ever confirmed, yeah. but I definitely remember. This well, story. how could you confirm that? Right? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Jesus, <laughs> that's true. But that's... I mean, it's the mo, you know. Yeah, it does. Like, not, it does fit. Yeah. Wouldn't put it past him. Yeah, by yeah. Any means. I bet the Clintons put that story in the media, Alan. Um, <laughs> he said this on on. Uh, he was being interviewed with someone, and he was talking about the economy. When there's a crash, I hope it's going to be during this next twelve months, because I don't want to be Herbert Hoover, the one president. I just don't want to be Herbert Hoover. It's fine being Abe Lincoln. Just doesn't want to be what? Herbert Hoover. This was on Lindell TV, Alan. Do you see that? Look at it right there. Oh, really? This is on. Oh, I see that. My Pillow TV. Mike Lindell. <laughs> that's Lindell TV. The yeah. Pillow Man has a TV network, and Trump came on and said, "When there's a crash, I hope it's going to be during this next twelve months." He hopes that there's a. That he hopes there's an economic he crash hopes. in the next twelve months. Yeah, it's not on my because watch. Because I don't want to be Herbert Hoover. You don't have to worry about being Herbert Hoover. Herbert, okay, <laughs> I've been drinking. You don't have to worry about being a Herbert Hoover. That's a tough one, Alan. It is a tough one. You don't have to worry Herbert about Hoover. being Herbert Hoover, Donald. Herbert Hoover Definitely. was a competent administrator. Herbert <laughs> Hoover ran the humanitarian aid for all of Europe after World War One and setting it up during. And the 1920. Four, seven, seven, 
uh, Mississippi flood down the oh, Midwest. Yeah. Like you can go fuck yourself. Like, <laughs> you, like you will never be confused with a Herbert Hoover. Yeah, he did that without uh, throwing any paper towels at citizens. <laughs> he had a chance, and he's like, it's David Buster's. <laughs> Boom, I'm throwing these paper towels out, Papa Shot style. Oh, God. All right, Herbert Hoover. Oh, How easy is it to say now? That's weird. Um, oh, also, he was Herbert Hoover. We had a crash of our uh, manufacturing sector under Trump. Huh? Like, like that was why COVID hit so hard. Is mm, All right. There was, like, if you, like, so we talk about how he fought with Jerome Powell all the time to keep interest rates uh, yeah. low mm-hmm. so that he could kick the can down the road, preventing a recession in the broader economy. Right. But there was a manufacturing recession under Trump. The, the guy, the, the businessman, he's going to run the country the like a business manufacturing, you right. know, bring back the rest yeah. belt, the whole thing. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Um, Told Carrier they can't choose to move their jobs, which right. makes thoughts about. Um, also, nothing came mm. from that, too. Okay. Um, here he is went talking. To a, went to a non-union auto shop. <laughs> That's still the weirdest <laughs> fucking thing. He, uh, here he is talking about, uh, so he was mocking John so McCain. He talks about it. You know, without John McCain, we would have had it done. But John McCain, for some reason. So he's not mocking John McCain in 2018 or 2019 while John McCain was still alive and he was president. He's mocking John McCain. uh to three Saturday. But John McCain, for some reason, couldn't get his arm up that day. Remember, he goes. That- so he's saying Obamacare is a disaster. Let's start it from the beginning. Obamacare okay. is a catastrophe. Nobody talks about it. You know, without John McCain, we would have had it done. So they almost overturned Obamacare, which is not a catastrophe for the people in places that vote for you that like it. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I get it. Like, it's I don't a significant amount of population. Yeah. yeah. Um, and John McCain was the deciding vote in preventing Obamacare from being Affordable Care Act from being repealed. And the joke he's making that he knows he's making, because it's not an accident, is that John McCain couldn't lift his hand up with a thumbs up. He heft his hand down for a thumbs down. Alan, why can't John McCain lift his hand, his arm above his shoulder? Because Because he spent six years in a POW camp in Saigon. Way's yeah. been there and sent me a picture. He's like, you can't take a picture inside. This is outside of the building. Sure. Uh, yeah, like this, like, yeah, the guy who, look, I fucking hate John McCain, but I'll say something good about him. When he could have been released, he wasn't because he was an officer yeah. or a higher ranked one and asked for lower ranked yeah, people under his command right, to be yeah, released. Yeah, I think his father was pretty important too. And like he stayed there and was tortured and lost the ability to lift his arms above his shoulder. So with that in mind... You know, without John McCain, we would have had it done. But John McCain, for some reason, couldn't get his arm up that day. Remember, he goes that like that. That was the end of that. Obamacare. What a dirtbag, right? What an asshole. And I just remember that press conference. Remember where they kept trying to repeal Obamacare, but they didn't actually have anything to replace it. Oh, he said, yeah. Remember that? Go ahead. (laughs) They brought out that massive tome, like 20,000 pages or whatever. We're like, here, there's our healthcare policy. And it was just their research into healthcare policy. It wasn't a plan of like, yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't illegal. Yeah. Yeah, it was like infrastructure week. It's like, we're always going to have infrastructure week, but but like, like, God damn it, I'm going to Trump tout Biden. Like, Biden actually has an infrastructure bill that went through that is building bridges, and we won't see any of the benefit of it until he's out of office, and he won't campaign on that or can't. And he's told his campaign that they can't campaign off of his opponent 
having legal problems, which is the right thing to do because you're the government causing the like it's yeah. it's the right way to do on multiple levels. Uh, it's mm-hmm. just old timey in the age of this piece of shit. <laughs> Um, okay, so economic crash, uh, McCain-Obamacare. Uh, oh, I played him mocking Joe's stutter. Um, you know, that thing about him mocking Joe's stutter is that when he doesn't stutter, it makes Joe look even better. Because it's like, we play all these clips of Trump, and he's always talking about Sleepy Joe and all that stuff. And then mm-hmm. Joe goes out and has, like, a mediocre press conference, and you're like, this guy's killing it. Yeah, just him being semi-competent. Is it backfiring, uh, them calling him these names, and then him being, like, moderately okay? Because he's not good. But it makes him yeah, look great. It's certainly, I don't think it, it's helping their cause. Um, I mean, you know, among his base, it, it doesn't matter. They're not going to see it anyways. Yeah, that's a good point. But just broader, especially when you think about independence, people more in the middle. Yeah, I think it, it is hurting him. In the middle. And then I was looking at a clip from Nikki Haley, and then I thought about something else. Um, <laughs> you bloody no you bloody darling nikki yeah um i've got a long clip about trump's words do you want to play it do we have time might as well sure. fuck it fuck it where's the fuck. where's the i got do a lot i got no i got a better one than that fuck him uh. alex trebek <laughs> fuck <'em. laughs> i love that one one more fuck him okay i'm done um this is so this is this is just a good clip of trump having trouble with words okay the best words Trump's best words in 1870 president ulysses s grant ulysses beautiful orion space capsule the combat infantry bin that's german that's gotta be german rafe is that german infantry that beautiful orion space capsule the combat infantry bin badge our nation as a sovereign country, sovereign. a lot of work has been done. A lot of renovation. If you look at some of it, defensive missions, missions, and missiles, and missiles, missions and missiles. He wouldn't even say "excuse me" missiles. He says "missions and missiles." Renovation. If you look at some of it, defensive missions and missiles. Your devotion, prowess. Then you will gain momentum. Heroin alone, if you look at the heroin epidemic. The federal government is conducting, conducting. an aggressive investigation <laughs> and to delegitimize. As bad as it is. It, it, as bad as it is. Uh, I hope they have. Do you think they're going to have. Uh, this is too long. This is three minutes. We're not going to do much more. Um, my all time favorite is. Uh, oh, uh, something retractum. Retractum. Magnif. Magnif. Magnificate magnet. Uh, do you remember this? He's he's talking about okay. slow motion and trans mag uh, high speed high fraction. It's it's insane. Hold on, it meant something by an anomalous. Did I just have a stroke? <laughs> You're trying to come up with the word. I don't remember really what it was. Anomalous. You're going to see some statistics coming out. Americans of all walks of life rose up. <laughs> Lice rose. Okay. All right. We're good. Magnified frac. Magnified. Track. Mag. Magnified traction. It's just a complete made up word. Magnified traction. Magnified traction. I know just- words. I had the best. Oh, all right. Hold on. Uh, magnified fortune. Oh, my God. Alan. 
Do we have it? Yeah. They do action replays in magnified portion. They have- <laughs> That's on fucking C-SPAN. I went to the government archive to find this. Wow. Wait, for me to prove what I was saying, I went to government archive. <laughs> they have instant Mag- replays with magnified portion, and he never corrects himself. I don't know what the fuck that means. Action replays in magnified portion. They have a fashionable magnified Just- tape. And you can see just about everything. So, so he invented Fashion a word, and then he explains it, and he's like, you guys are too stupid. You bunch of fucking Iowans. He's in Des Moines. He's like... It's a sad thing. I th- wow. Magnified fortune. That's my favorite. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's Instant pretty good replay pull. and magnified fortune. Well, that, you know what? That was worth it. That was worth it. Yeah. If it's going to be a three-hour show, you better have moments like that. Um, <laughs> here he is... Just rambling about the Civil War. Watch his posture in this. Guys on the Patreon, you're going to get your money's worth on this. I'm studying the, uh, if you take a look, I mean, the wars. I don't know what it is. The Civil War was so fascinating, so horrible. Listen how much he says fascinating in this clip, because he's just Mm. like, I don't really know anything about this, but if I just sound like odd of it, I won't Mm. have to actually dive into the real thoughts that I don't possess. (laughs) It was so horrible, but so fascinating. It was... uh, I don't know. It's just different. I just find it. I'm so attracted to seeing it. So many mistakes were made. See, there was something I think could have been negotiated, to be honest with you. I think you oh, could, have could have negotiated. negotiated the Civil War. Did that? All the people died. So many people. You could have in like 1850. Died. You know, that was the disaster. If you got hit by a bullet in the leg. So now he's were, talking about gangrene. We're essentially going to die or lose the leg. That's why you had so many people, no legs, no arms. If you got hit in the arm or the leg, it meant you were up because the infection, gangrene. It was just such a, you know, sort of a horrible time. But that's, I was thinking to myself because I was uh, reading something and I said, this is something that could have been negotiated, you know. Look at that face. Look at his face. This is something that could have been negotiated. I think it to myself because I was uh, reading something and I said, this is something that could have been negotiated. His contour lines are too strong. Do you see that? If only they had the art of the deal back then. You Do you know, see, then... you see his, look at his cheeks. They put his makeup yeah, on too see. much there. The art of the deal yeah. back then. Yeah. If only Lincoln yeah. read his book. <laughs> I said, this is something that could have been negotiated. You know, it was just for all those people. They fucking tried, you fucking cunt. Go yell at South Carolina. Like, to die, and they died viciously. That was a vicious, vicious war. And uh, in many ways, look, they're all this, nothing nice about it. But boy, that was a, that was a tough one for our country. But I think it's. You don't uh, say. You know, Abraham Lincoln. Of course, if you negotiated it, you probably wouldn't even know who Abraham Lincoln was. Uh, he would have been president, but he would have been president. He would have been. He wouldn't have been the Abraham Lincoln. Would this have been. man used to be president. This man used to be president of our country. He's talking about other people at his job. Like different, but that would have been okay. It's. Uh, it would have been a, a thing that, and I, I know it very well. I know the whole process that they went through. Do you? And they just couldn't get along, and Obviously. that would have been something that could have been negotiated, and they wouldn't have had that problem. But they just couldn't get along, you know. <laughs> like he's no. I mean, take how many second. times could he say negotiated? In that? Yeah, I should have not rang the bell on fascinated, which only happened twice. <laughs> I should have kept it for negotiated. You're right, but I already lost my credibility. All right, let's move on to the rest of the right. Uh, here's <clears throat> excuse me. Here's Nikki Haley talking about be, uh, pardoning Trump. Like she's like, yeah, I just got raked through the. Co- I can't believe it's raked through, raked over the coals. 
I, I just um, changed my, I mean, certainly changed my opinion of people that said raped over the coals all my life to know it was <laughs> raked over the coals instead. That's a lot better. It makes much more sense. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so Nikki Haley was getting raked, raked over the coals um, over all of uh, the slavery conversation last week. Mm. And then uh, she's like, well, why don't we talk about pardoning Trump? For me, it's not about guilt or innocence. It's about what's in the best interest for the country. And I don't think our country will move forward with an 80-year-old president sitting in jail that allows our country to continue to be divided. We have to move on past that. And so I honestly do believe, just like they did with Nixon, you've got to say what's in the best interest of the country. That's the whole lesson of Nixon was that they said in the best interest of our country, we'll do this. And now 50 years later, we can't just call a criminal a fucking criminal and say, no, you don't get to be fucking president because of your prior actions, because Ford pardoned Nixon's, which means he pardoned him from committing a crime, which means he didn't have immunity, which is... Should be the open and shut case Trump for is what? arguing in court today. Oh God! Um, so... Can you open links off the sheet? I can't think. My oh, eyes are God, all yeah. red. God! At least I have my vision, right? I probably don't have a blood pressure attack or something. <laughs> yeah, the blood pressure attack. Okay. Does. <sighs> <laughs> All right. Um, it, this it, is the absurdity of the situation we find ourselves in is almost hard to quantify. It, it really is. It really is. Here's Nikki Haley saying um, some of her best friends are black. So came out and said <laughs> that you gave that answer not because in his, uh, you're in his words dumb or racist, but because you're not quote because unwilling to offend anyone by telling the truth. What do you say to that? No one's ever said that I am unwilling to offend. I offend plenty of people because I call people out when they do something wrong. Um, what I will tell you is Chris Christie is from New Jersey. I should have said slavery right off the bat. Hmm. But if you grow up in South Carolina, Uh-oh. literally in second and third grade, you learn about slavery. You grow up and you have, you know, I had black friends growing up. It is a very. T- oh, God. <laughs> she just really had- can't. I had black friends growing up. <sighs> you know, I, I didn't lose all my friends growing up, but I have my friends I grew up with. <laughs> <laughs> I had black friends while I had to go to school with them. Like, that's what that said, right? That's what he's she from, said, right? Yeah. He's from New no, Jersey. He's from South Carolina. You know, yeah. like. Oh, my God. These racist-ass Indians, Alan, and they want to be our president. You know? <laughs> Her and Vivek. Bloody you, bloody. No. You fuck. Oh. <laughs> I got to get that in the soundboard so that I don't just yeah. like it. <laughs> um, here's uh, they were they, so we're doing best of the right. Um, so the Secretary of State from Missouri is on CNN. Um, now I'm going to make his point better than he can, and I didn't plan on doing this. So if I stumble, forgive me. I bet you I sound better than him. Um, <laughs> hey. They are charging Trump with allegations, and that's what's keeping him off the ballot. If all it takes is allegations, I've heard allegations about Joe Biden, so therefore he shouldn't be on the ballot. Oh, can you, Alan, ask me if I can prove that? Can you prove that? Uh, No, no. I mean, I can't right now, but, you know, we'll prove it in court later, but we're going to try to get him off the Missouri ballot. Fine. Right. Like, fine. He can't even fucking do that. That's when I talk about these shitty ass culture warriors. They like. 
You, you know, it's one thing to think that like the, uh, I saw a Peter Zion video. I know you watched it too, where he's like, we used to have large money donors and mm-hmm. the, the downside of that was they were in the pocket of all our politicians. We went to small donations and everybody kind of feels like they're bought in. And there's like these pop, this populism wave in, in campaign finance. And, uh, you know, because of that, it, it causes it. The, he kind of said that as like an explanation for the culture war candidates. Right. Right. But it's fun to watch the guys that can't like, they can't surf. Right. This guy <laughs> stands up on the surfboard and just falls down in front of everyone on the beach. And uh, I don't know who this guy is. This is this, who is this on uh, CNN? This guy on CNN is not having any of this. Oh, the Supreme court will settle whether you can remove someone from the ballot or, or not, or, or potentially give guidance on that. I'm wondering, though, what would then be your justification for removing Joe Biden from the ballot in Missouri? Has he engaged in your mind in some kind of insurrection? Uh, there have been allegations that he's engaged in insurrection. How so? And all there have no. Please let me finish. There have only been. You can't say something like that and not back it up. What, what do you mean? I am continuing, but you interrupted me before I could back it up. I got interrupted once on an interruption channel and he's like, I didn't have my thoughts finished and now I don't remember them. Go ahead, Are you sir. scared of the truth? Oh, that I'm not terrified of the truth at all. It seems like you there might be. Let's been, see what you have to say. There have only been allegations. <laughs> what allegations? President Trump. President Trump has never been um, uh, adjudicated guilty sure. in a court of law. What did Joe Biden do in your mind? that equates insurrection. Wait wait, 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 Trump was convicted in a court of law. It was in the Colorado court of law. It was a civil trial. Mm, it's true. What allegations are you talking about? Um, I have I have seen allegations from the lieutenant governor of Texas that has said that the that uh, Joe Biden... Lieutenant governor of Texas. Was that Dan Patrick? He's like, shut the fuck up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> has has, uh, has in, in, uh, uh, been part of insurrection... Or rebellion. We've seen the president. That's uh, right. The governor of Florida say the that's same true. thing. Insurrection Those are over what? 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 What did the governor of Texas say that that Joe Biden was causing an insurrection over? If you're going to make the I, claim, give okay, me, no, give me. Sorry, sorry, listeners. He's he's staring. Si- that silence you heard on the air. He's staring and looking up. Universal. I'm trying to make this up on the spot. Look, <laughs> right? Live TV. That's insane. Are you a crazy? Some person? specifics. You went. Are there you just going to cite no, wait, the wait, governor wait, 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 of Texas or Florida, and not actually say what they are arguing? Do you know what they're arguing? All, what I'm telling you is this: they made allegations, and all it took for the president, for former President Trump, to be taken off the ballot in Colorado and in Maine were allegations. We should not be a country. This is where the this is where the the host loses it because he should say that's not true they lost a trial and it's a procedure and you can argue about that but that's not just allegations that removes people from the ballot based on allegations i think you can agree with that i think it it depends to a degree have to entertain him these are not allegations no i saw what happened that day it's been interpreted by a court of law these are not allegations agree oh so because and if you want to argue over definitions, that is literally the tactic of people that don't have the moral upper hand and are trying to confuse you into winning an argument. Right. And also, so it was decided in the court of law in Colorado, and it was decided by the secretary Colorado. of state, which was given that power in the you know Maine's constitution to do that. And so 
that person also made it a decision based on what she saw occur on January. And these things exist in a federal situ in a federal yeah. um, in, 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 structure. So the states have the power to do this. They exist within a federal environment. Now the federal government can challenge them. Like mm -hmm. that's how this works. Like the states have the power over all of these things. Like you do not want the federal voting apparatus. Like, <laughs> right. Not how we do it. Be removed you, from the which, by the way, is states' rights, which is what Trump's side of the party is alleging. Typically and, arguing, yes. You know what? You know what? I think I have a clip for that. That's That's my guy, not, Joe Biden, is not no, my guy. You don't know who it. my guy is. You're just gonna start arguing. I already made That's <laughs> enough of that. Yeah. Um. Oh, you notice that they're arguing over that and like. Things like immigration, again, I guess I already made that point before, but again, like we're having new things that we're arguing over. Crazy shit like Biden's insurrection or right. not crazy shit, but things that happen every year, immigration. And it's because they used to complain about the economy. And now they can't play that note anymore. They, they can't. I mean, yeah. it. I, I agree with you if you want to DM me that our economy isn't great. Like I, I agree with you. <laughs> I, sure. I do agree with you, but the numbers keep coming in good every month. And if it was Trump, he'd be saying this is a strong economy. Like, mm -hmm. okay, uh, or or any candidate would claim this to be a strong economy. Okay, um, this is a oh, <laughs> uh, I haven't played. I don't think we played a potato clip last week. We got a potato man uh, <laughs> being interviewed by the Zwiv. That I totally know what that is. What a Zwi is Z I W E. <laughs> Um, I don't know what that is. Anyway, Zoe interviewed uh, George Patton. Hmm. What's his name? George Santos. Could you oh. please define the word empathy? You know what's great about that? Empathy to me is probably, I don't understand it because people <laughs> accuse me of having no empathy. Because you're a sociopath. Um, and and I, I, maybe I can't define empathy. You don't have empathy? I think I do. What, I believe I do. What is empathy if you think you have it? I couldn't define it. <laughs> How is that guy still making the rounds, by the way? Why is anybody taking that man seriously? I don't, uh, like... I don't know. But I didn't, we called him Jose Canseco. He's the most credible guy in the room. Sure. Sure. But he's, he's like, I know all their secrets now. That guy's gonna get caught, man. Like he is not gonna live whole life expectancy. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, he's gonna try and make a book deal or something, and then it's all gonna go south. I'm telling you, man. There's been a couple weeks of clips of rhymes with cake that mm -hmm. might have me coming around on him. Really? Uh, not as president, but uh, to quote Mo's memes on Let's Instagram, talk about uh, I think he'd make a good press secretary. Oh, he does have to spin shit usually. I think he'd be a great press secretary. Anyways, uh, here he is. Uh, so I'm not going to play this. This is a five and a half minute interview with NBC. Okay. I, I want you to know, if you're only listening to this, he's talking, he's doing a one-on-one -on -one interview or two-on-one -on -one interview with NBC. Two mm -hmm. NBC reporters are asking him questions. This is a serious reporter asking him these questions. That's this from reporter a serious news outlet. Loses their ability to be objective and have a conversation. That's my take. If you have a different opinion, I'm only going to play about a minute. I think it's enough said okay. in that minute. Oh, what, uh, white supremacy and what happened last night for a moment, because when you were talking to reporters last night, you called white supremacy a myth. When someone asked you... 
that's an exaggeration of what he said, but he did take a bold stance of saying, I'm not going to be cookie cutter with what you expect a politician to say, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm not going to give him any slack. I'm just saying she is not being accurate. So right off the bat, if you see him on the back foot, it's not for no reason. Okay. Or on the front foot, whatever. Because when you were talking to reporters last night, you called white supremacy a myth. When someone asked you about Dylan Roof, you said you didn't know who that is. Have you looked up what happened in 2015? Yeah, yeah look, I, I, I've said I've... Are you supposed to remember every active shooter? Like, do we need to know Dylan Roof and not the guy from the Aurora one? Because that was just Batman and mm. wasn't racially motivated. Like, right, right. Which was the one that had the the meme where he's like, why am I in court? He's like, oh, right, the murders. He has the dyed hair. I'll find it and I'll send it to you. Is that Dylan Roof? It might be, yeah. Okay. I said this last night. Invidious racial discrimination is wrong no matter how it happens. But if a Washington Post reporter is asking me almost like a catechism, whatever question I said, I'm against invidious racial discrimination, whatever form it takes, but says, do you denounce white supremacy? What the fuck? Whoa. I don't know when it stopped recording. What? Yeah, well, whatever. We'll get it off the audio. That'll be a miracle. Okay. For us to define what white supremacy is. I wrote my book, Woke Inc., and I've written about the detailed understanding of what the popular understanding of these terms have come to mean. Do you believe punctuality is a vestige of white supremacy, Dasha? Look, because if you don't, then you have a disagreement about many of the people who are defining those terms or the written word or the use or the nuclear family. This is. I, these aren't my words. These are the words of intellectual proponents from Ibram Kendi to the Ayanna Presleys to BLM that have said these are vestiges well, of white supremacy. So Mr. we can't have it both ways. You do, we have to have you an choose, honest you discussion. Straw man arguments. Not, Last night you brought up Jesse Smollett as the, the best Jesse example Smollett of white supremacy. was the hottest supremacy. thing in news in the back of a fake yes. actual attack on him that we have to contend with. And, this is and actually, yet, and yet, you have examples the like the Buffalo shooter in New York just in 2022. What's that lady doing sitting there? I have no idea. Other but examples. you are also cherry picking when you bring I'm, up Justin So I'll look, I'll look at all of the statistics. More black Absolutely. on black crime. If you really care about actual crime against black Americans, let's get to the root causes of it in the inner cities of this look, country. The anti-defamation league tracked a 38% increase in white supremacist propaganda last who's, who's year. Who's tracking that? The anti-defamation league. Yeah, the ADL, I don't think is a particularly credible source so when they have a cherry picked information. When we're talking about I would this. suggest, I would suggest, look at the, there's a table, two by two table, a federal law enforcement data, which you could say what you do. Maybe, maybe we shouldn't believe that either. But he's basically playing with their words. He's basically saying, go to, go to the federal law enforcement. And he's the guy that's anti you know government institutes and things like that right yeah but he's saying go look at the go use their numbers right and then and why the black crime, crime statistics that's a, a law enforcement agency uh 59.1 percent was based on itself. race ethnicity I look at absolute and violence. ancestry saying hate crimes rose 12 percent between 2020 and so she's interrupting him she's trying to bombard him with other facts she's talking about the adl who said that cement trucks are now considered anti-semitic because it's being shared on meme pages in regards to that tunnel in New York that got found. Um, like, I don't know. I'm not saying disregard the ADL, but the ADL deserves to. The they, ADL they de- deserved crap. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't know. Do you, do you not find her to be coming across pretty unprofessional? And like, I, I know he's combative. Mm-hmm. No, I, I somewhat do. Uh, he has a style of rhetoric that I think induces that from people it, that he's it having does. conversations with. It does, you're right. Um and he, you know, he comes from sort of the 
you know, Silicon Valley. Oh, I thought you were going to say the part of the world where people are all pushy like that, Alan. No, no. But where, you know, you have your guys like uh, over there on that uh, podcast we used to listen to that we don't anymore um, that have that sort of style of rhetoric. And so while I agree that she could do a better job of countering it, I understand in that. You're talking about David Sachs? Yes. Okay. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm like smack so, attack. Those guys don't do their show. Anymore. No, no. <laughs> okay. No, I yeah. understand how that would happen in that sort of environment. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to skip this penis Prager clip. It's kind of funny, but um, I don't think people know who Dennis Prager is. It's just all yeah, those he's weird. Not as big as he once was. I yeah, guess, I suppose so. Uh, it's yeah. a bunch of funny edits, but we don't got time for okay. this. Plus, I don't yeah. know what the fuck yeah. I'm doing with. I don't know what happened to the show. I don't know when I stopped it. <clears throat> I I know it was recording. Do you think I stopped it when we went to half like an idiot? <laughs> Maybe I don't know. At least it'd be an easy place to edit recording. from. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. But that'll also be fun because yeah, I don't even yeah, know how I'm doing that. Thing. Oh fuck! All right. Well, it looks like I'm taking an early lunch tomorrow. <laughs> uh, guys, if this came out late, there's why. Uh, let's did move you into the, the recording though. What? I did restart when I said that. Yeah, yeah. So at 10.06 my time and four minutes ago. Mm -hmm. Why why am I giving myself that marker here in the thing that I'm listening (laughs) that I'm editing on? Um, All right. So let's move on to best of the left. Um, Mm -hmm. Here's Nancy Pelosi, who just can't fucking message, man. She's never been good at messaging. She was never the person that would go on TV and say the right thing. Famously said, yeah, you guys will find out what's in Obamacare after we vote for it. Like, don't worry. <laughs> right. Like, right. what? Uh, but what was she good for, Alan? Those sweater puppies. Those money bags. You were thinking of those fun <laughs> bags. She was she was old mommy money bags, old mommy milker money bags. So she was great at bringing in the money for the party. She, mm-hmm. Fundraising was her thing. Yes. Her strong suit, yes. So she was always speaker because she was the most important person in that way. But you put her on TV, she would never say anything good. I, I can't think of, I'm not saying she was always bad. I'm just saying she was never great. It was never like, thank God Nancy set that shit straight. Remember when she just mm. went to Taiwan? <laughs> yes, I do. I do. She's We're like, what? Well, I'm not going to be speaker of the house anymore. I want to do it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, Nancy was on ABC. If you believe he engaged in insurrection under the plain meaning of the 14th Amendment, you believe he's ineligible to be president. Those laws, those are up to the states. They have different laws from state to state. I don't think he should ever have been president. Her problem is she thinks of herself as representing California, and California chose not to take him off the ballot there because it doesn't matter in California. Um, And she doesn't want to say anything against California's decision while talking about Colorado's, while saying Mm. he doesn't deserve to, which is just she's not good at navigating this shit. She's good at bringing in money. The less that... There, there is a view of the Constitution and Article 14, yeah. Section 3, that he should not be uh, able to run for president. But that's not the point. The point now is, um, that again, different states have different laws. We don't think in California that it, it applied uh, in our state. That's what the decision was made here. But anyway, not to go into that because that's very intricate. What is very clear is that the American people want us to honor our oath to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States. She's talking fucking sign language, man. She's moving. I, I'm understanding more of what she's saying from her hand motions than anything she said with her mouth. 
Yeah, it's pretty convoluted speech for yeah, sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, this is. Oh, I got a clip from. I got another clip from Biden's speech on Friday. Oh. <clears throat> to Paul Pelosi's skull, and echoing the very same words used on January sixth. Where's Nancy? And he thinks that's funny. He laughed about it. What a sick. What? Ooh. What a sick. Did he actually say it? No, no, okay. that wasn't blink blanked. He almost said what a sick fuck. And I, I don't know, man. So let's debate this. There's no way his campaign said it'll be edgy for you to say what a sick fuck, but don't say it. Mm-hmm. I think this is no, him going so. off script and nailing one. I, I pretty much agree. Yeah. I don't think there's any way that was, cause he is just... like, I don't think it's any surprise that he's, it's not always corn pops, you know, in public. You no. Know, it's, <laughs> no. It's, He's uh, thrown a few F-bombs around in his day. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, both F-bombs yeah. probably, right, Alan? Probably. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah probably. You know, a couple of hard <laughs> Definitely, R's. actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I actually would allow... I'd like to hear Joe Biden saying the word retarded in, like, 1994, <laughs> like, normal parlance, you know? Being like, look, these retarded kids... Defi- I, there's got to be footage of that. How is there I'm not? Sure there, there has to be. Yeah. We, has we to be. want to get funding so that these retarded kids can go to school. Like, that, <laughs> like there has to be that, right? There's got to be. There's got to be. All right. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, man. Guys, join the Patreon when I lose my... No. No, I'm not going to lose my job for that. Right? I don't know. I was doing an impression of the president. Yeah. Then as soon as you find that footage, I'll be justified. I was quoting the president. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, so he had, this was not his speech on Friday. This was a speech he was giving at the uh, Mother Emanuel Church in South Carolina. This was where Dylan Roof shot uh, mm, a bunch of black right. people at a church in 2015. It was a black church, correct? Yes. Okay. Uh, I thought it was racist. Um, I thought it was just bad, but now it's also racist. The uh, So Biden was giving a speech there on the anniversary of it. And in the middle of it, he gets interrupted with, uh, you know, ceasefire in Gaza. That's all right. That's all right. You know, chanting ceasefire kind of sounds a little like, see, huh? That's all right. That's all right. Like, you just hear it, right? Ceasefire. What? Oh, good. We'll keep on. <laughs> yes, like the gen- like the scientist in uh, Strange Love, how his arm keeps going up. <laughs> Clearly a coordinated protest. Yeah, sure. I'm fine with coordinated protests, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, I am. The same thing, like, yeah, probably happened out of nowhere. Right. So Biden kind of does the the what I think is perceived as the right thing to be like, no, 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 it's okay, go ahead, right? Not uh, he was yeah. Trump would be like, get him out of here, goon him out of here. Like, either, I'm not I'm not making something up. That I'm doing a bad impression. That was something he did. He was like, get you know, get that guy out of here. 
Um, Hit his head on the on the door as you're pushing him in the back. Sure, seat. sure. Yeah, was, we're conflating two different ones, but yes. Um, yes. So by and now I say this is perceived to be the right thing because we've seen this blow up on a lot of like university professors and stuff to to be like, right. oh no, go ahead, let him speak. And it's like, oh, <laughs> like you just got eviscerated. Uh, oopsies. What are you going to say now, Joe? Like I, I don't really <laughs> count on you to counter any intelligent argument against your side of what you've been funding here. Uh, all right, so this is going to die down. And there's a little bit more. There's a, a, a counter protest on the in, on the a brew. One more yes. Yeah. Look at him just staring at her. I'm going to mute it because you know what he, they're saying. He's just kind of staring like, oh, my God, I guess I'll let this happen. Kind this of has kind a of, mouth to keep. He's kind of... So he's kind of like, this is actually kind of working out. Thank you. Thank you. Look, folks. I understand their... I understand their passion. And I've been quietly working... I've been quietly working with the Israeli government to get them to reduce and significantly get out of Gaza. I'm using all that I can to do that. And typical Democrats can't get along with each other are mad at him for secretly having been doing that. And people that didn't want him not to or to, and people are saying, well, why were you being so secret? Why didn't you do it in public? If you would shame right. him for it, blah, blah, blah. There's one more thing. One last thing. Somebody says something. But I understand the passion. Look, folks, after the civil... Thank you. Man, the dude had a good week of press. Yeah. <laughs> that, like... Yeah, that- it, now, now, there's another well. angle on this. It's ceasefire now, 26,000 people dead. Four more years. Four right. more years. It's That's a, a little weird next X. But when yeah. you include the like the total sentiment of what's going on in that building and that person saying, like, look, all said, right? Like none of us probably really want you to be here. In contrast to your competitors, you're you're a good man. And people mm-hmm. don't realize that enough about you. And I don't really want to say he's a good man. I've read his bio. Um, but as sleazy politicians, career politicians, he's never had another job. Well, questionable. He's been, he's been invested in some real estate and, uh, and uh, I think a bar, right? Was that a bar? Was, was it a nightclub or something? There's definitely real estate. I want to say there was a like a music venue. Or that something, was it. Yeah. It? Or was that his brother's yeah, yeah. venue? But anyways, yeah. I mean, they yeah. were, it's the Biden crime family. They're all involved <laughs> in it, but yeah. Anyways, I mean, to say he's made his money in his life from being a politician. I mean, that's been his career. So sure. I, I don't have high esteem for people that choose to make their life's wealth off of that. That said, when you're going up against the candidates they are going up against, you're looking pretty good. That said, mm-hmm. I wouldn't hate life under Nikki Haley. Yeah, I, I don't think I hate life under Vivek. I think that he's he's. I put him in that Bernie category where it's like you're not doing half of the shit you're saying anyways. I don't mm-hmm. think you're you know um, because of the same reason Trump failed at it. Like you're 
businessman. That is not, he's a businessman doing business. That doesn't translate to operating in Washington. It just it never has. You know, the people outside of being political animals in Washington, when they get to Washington, they find being a general doesn't really make it easier. Being a businessman doesn't really translate. It, just yeah, slime I mean, bag I, I political animals of Washington are who's effective there. Sadly, I would definitely expect Vivek to be able to navigate those waters more successfully than Trump. But I think you're right that he would find that a lot of his uh, agenda just, you know, and he gets snagged on every everyone, every third thing that Trump was able to weasel his way out of Vivek would be get snagged on, though. He's not sure good enough. Yeah. He's not the Teflon Don. Yeah. Would have been hilarious to see Ron get up there, though. What is going on there, man? Remember the first scandal with him was that he had those funny waiter boots on when he was at the hurricane, right. and now his thing is his high heel boots. Like he's yeah. always <laughs> it's in, very weird. Shoe related. <laughs> Never forget the pudding fingers. Yeah, right? and the pudding fingers. Don't forget the pudding fingers. Mm. Can't forget um, the pudding fingers. Oh, uh, this is. It's been a while since we picked on Corinne Jean Pierre. So she had some bullshit in one of her press conferences. Some hospitals in at least eight states. So they're asking her that some states are uh, potentially sounding like they're going to have mask mandates. Mm, again, first okay. of all, the body language of Corinne Jean Pierre. She's like, "Why on earth would you ask the Democrats a question like this?" <laughs> and then you're not going to believe the words that come out of her mouth. Have brought back some form of masking now due to rising uh, cases of respiratory viruses, including flu and COVID. Does the White House think more hospitals across the country should be considering that right now? The masking piece—that is—we've been always been very consistent on this. That is something that we have always been very consistent on this. <laughs> on this, that is something that is. Uh, localize or uh, that or hospitals, uh, communities, cities, states, they have to make their own decisions. That's not something that we get involved in. Communities, cities, states, they have to make their own decisions. That's Alan. They've always been consistent on this. Totally consistent, dude. States, no. They have to make their own decisions. That's not something that we get involved in. That's not something well, we get involved in. It's not something that the Demo- why would why would you even ask? Why would you? You're telling me you're curious. If we, the Biden campaign, are going to enforce mask mandates, that's something that the states and local jurisdictions, it's not something we get involved in. <laughs> like, 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 you think you put that down the memory hole? Like, Right. Obviously not true. Obviously. Obviously patently, not true. Patently false. All right. Well, it's time to hit this button. <laughs> it's another battle in the culture wars. Oh, not uh, the, the culture, culture wars. wars. They're worried about a culture war. Culture wars. Stop with the culture wars. <laughs> Alan, don't look, okay? Don't look at the screen when this loads. Oh, okay. All right, I want you to guess who this is. You're going to have to guess by voice who this is. I kind of like what he had to say, but I also, uh, you know, I've been taught to not indulge these feelings. The fuck doesn't like the United States of America? May God bless you. But fuck you at the same time. You got any guesses? Uh... If you don't like the United States of America, go back to the countries that we the fuck from, and you'll see how much you appreciate. Ha ha! Is that the bald dude from Romania? <laughs> no, he's bald. You're not looking, are you? No, I'm not looking. Oh, he's famously bald. Ha ha! That's my impression. Ha ha! Ha ha! Uh, shit. The United States of America. It's Pitbull. Ha ha! Oh wow! Ha, ha. Okay, Natasha hates worldwide, it. Mr. Worldwide. Ha, ha. Damn, that's a great Pitbull impression. You just got to say that ha, is ha. pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. good. All right. <laughs> Why uh, is Pitbull in the political arena? I don't know. What? Because what? he's happening? a proud immigrant or Puerto. Is sure. he Puerto Rican or Cuban? I think you 
taught me. I think Cuban. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I thought he was Puerto Rican. So Puerto Rican. You remember when uh uh Gerard no. Who was the guy? Russell Crowe did this uh no, no. Do you remember the South Park with Russell Crowe fighting around the world and he's like, It's some Puerto Ricans. I do. Okay. I, do um, I don't want to play this thing about pride flags. It's fucking annoying to me. Okay. Um, okay. I'm going to play this all the way through, though. So this is the thing about the big lie. Um, and here, actually, I think this guy's saying a lot of the shit I've been saying. Why isn't the president doing the things that he could be doing? This is on Fox. This is on Fox. They're they're trying to ask one of those questions like, what do you think Biden should be doing better? And you're supposed to be like, yeah, he sucks in this. I think he's trying to do these things. In fact, the Senate Republicans, James Lankford of Oklahoma, is involved in real negotiations in the Senate that Lankford, right. uh, Senator McConnell, the Republican leader in the Senate, says they're getting close. But you don't see House Republicans involved in trying to have real solutions. They're involved in that. What's he saying? What's he saying? It just sounds like political noise. He's saying that Democrats are actually trying to like okay republicans you're saying this is what matters so that we can have these other things we want accomplished you're going to hold up our government for this what do you want on the border and they're giving them some concessions and republicans aren't getting involved in trying to come to terms with that is that what he's saying i mean specifically house republicans i think he's saying that the senate republicans are willing to come to the table and negotiate in good faith the house republicans have really not been willing to do so at least largely um they're you know again playing on these cultural war issues which if you actually look at you know what they're saying and what they're doing um their actions don't match their words um they're just spewing this rhetoric and they, they don't they're not interested in functionally running the government and and when they take a delegation down to the border to look at this shit they bring people from 10 to fucking see <laughs> right photo op theater down at the border uh, instead of saying, here's not only a real effort yeah, okay. at re- immigration reform, but, you're but not what answering about my question. the request from the Biden administration? So Fox is mad at him for not saying that. Administration <laughs> yeah, for I'm money about, yeah, for more border agents, from Congress. for asylum officers. Right. The, the separate from Congress, the executive. Administration got additional supplemental funding when there was a surge at the border during their time, $4 billion dollars. But now Johnson and the Republicans prefer to keep this issue as political theater in order mm-hmm. to try to embarrass the White House. Wait, but why uh, is there we go? That's it. Well said. Yeah. Well oh, said. Right, there we go. Uh, like I said, I mean, I think that was uh, I, I kept that in there because I kind of I had this thought. I think I said it last week. Uh, it was just like they're they're talking about the border because that's a winner during election years. And mm-hmm. if and if you look at the stuff they've been saying, they're not saying it anymore. And the reason they're not saying it is more because those numbers are on paper, at least looking better. So they're talking about things that are, that happen. Cyclically, the border is an issue. And Mm -hmm. I agree that it would be good to have some sort of decision about how you can process more people and bring them, naturalize more people into the United States so that there is not this incentive to cross in the manner that they are. And it'll be easier for them to enforce all of the things that you're afraid of happening, being crossed the border in the manner that's being crossed. Like if it's a trickle, it could be managed with law enforcement. And if you had naturalization and maybe we need to staff more border patrol, that is something that can be handled legislatively and they're not doing it. They're taking trips down there during the time period where they could be voting on this. Again, they're making photo ops. They're playing into the culture wars without actually trying to functionally. Is this the right wing version of AOC with her white suit walking up to the cages? (laughs) 
Sure, it, it could be similar. Yes. Yeah, right. Um, what do I got here? This is uh oh, this is about whether Trump uh, had an insurrection or not. I think this is uh, all good fun though. This is fun. This is uh, I, I want to say Paul sent this. Today's January sixth, <laughs> the darkest day in our nation's history. Poor AOC, God rest her soul. She died about six times. What a brave woman. We know it was an insurrection because of all the machine guns and bazookas and rocket launchers that these people tried to destroy our government with. Uh, I remember when Trump said. So remember we talk about like media literacy and critical thinking. Mm -hmm. So first thought that interjects when I saw this is you're altering the definition more. You're narrowing the definition so that you can straw man it and say, if it's not this extreme version of this and, and, and the implication being that there's no other interpretation of what an insurrection could be. Right. Such as preventing the counting of the, because it wasn't just a day in Washington. It was the day that they counted. You could have done that any day prior to the day that they counted the votes. Right. It's the day that we traditionally transfer power peacefully, yes. in, which is something that has set us apart from a lot of other countries over the course and of our And you history. made it non-peaceful, and that, yes. and, and through that def, through the, those words defines that as a definite, as a, an insurrection. As an insurrection, As a stammer yes. like Joe Biden. But when you, when you narrow it, right? So this is critical thinking media. There's winners. no bazookas. Yeah. There's no guns. Yeah, it's not one then. Right. Finally, go to the Capitol building and take no hostages. And we know it was the darkest day because more people died on January 6th in Washington, D.C. than on 9-11 and Pearl Harbor combined. We don't have time to name everybody who died. Uh, obviously. But just remember. Right, I don't want to play any more of this. It's good culture war shit, though. I, I know this won't make a difference in the minds of people who've already had their minds made up, and that's fine. But I guess those aren't the people listening to our show. It's it's very upsetting. <laughs> yeah, it, and the links that they go to in this video to be absurd about the whole thing is is yeah, it is upsetting. I agree. All right. Um, I'm gonna play that this Peter Zion clip, but not the whole fucking Everybody, six minutes. Peter Zion here. I'm gonna go to about four and a half minutes in. And play just under two minutes. We'll interrupt. Well, look at that face. Okay. He's getting attacked by a bear. Hold on. Look at him. It's like from <laughs> the, the, co- the Covenant. Ad that we have yeah. been facing for the last 30, 40, 50, 60, Correct. 70 years. Now, under normal circumstances, the Republicans have an advantage here. Because there are very few He's issues. He's talking about like factions in politics. How there's like... Um, Coastal elites and I don't know, like unions traditionally and a handful of other demographics were minorities were always largely accounted for under Democrats. And, um, you know, just make the other assumptions about Republicans, right? Military, uh, uh, what, high wealth, white evangelicals, things like that, right? Um, And these are like the large clumps that you can sort of count in general electoral math with. And, and we talk about it all the time here. There's only two parties. And because of that, we have two big tent parties that have to contend with left and right wings within their own party, because we have a first past the poll system. It's, you know, that we don't have um, parliamentary type government. It's just, you know, it's it's two it's it's always going to be two people because of the style of government that we have. Anyways, 
the you have coalitions because of that and trump has shook up his own coalition and this is his case i think his argument for why eligible to be president or not he doesn't have a lot of expectation high expectation of trump having electoral math from his own doing wedge issues within their own coalition but what donald trump has done is shaken up the race and introduced a number of wedge issues not just across society but across the Republican electorate. And we now have any number of candidates who are, I don't know if to say that they're in Trump's pocket is the, how about in Trump's corner, there we go, uh, that really break up the decision-making process for voters. So uh, my personal favorite, or the guy I love to hate the most, was Tommy Tuberville, oh, who positive. for months... Yeah. The- Sorry. Well, but also, I mean, so I think what he's getting at is traditionally the right in this country has been more of a voting block that's sort of more been in, I guess, a uh, lockstep than the left. Um, as you said, they're both big 10 parties and we're stuck. You, in this you really party. think the right's more lockstep than the left? I think that traditionally that has felt like that's the case. I would say that post Trump, um, even maybe post post Obama, but there's no rhyme for of- vote red, no matter who. Right. A lot of that has come apart at the seams. And I think what he's talking about here is Trump is even further uh, pushing that forward um, and sort of breaking up that base that used to be pretty, right. pretty solid. Right, right. And it might have worked for him in 2016, but now it's a liability. Right. Yes. Because. the How about in Trump's corner? There we go. Uh, that really break up the decision making process for voters. So uh, my personal favorite, or the guy I love to hate the most, was Tommy Tuberville, Tuberville, who for months this year prevented military promotions in order to get his way on abortion policy. Those are two factions, military voters and abortion voters, who never had anything to fight about before, and all of a sudden they're at each other's necks. Uh, he, Donald Trump has driven the business community out of the coalition because he basically doesn't like it when people tell him no, or when they say yes, but Mr. President. He wanted the adoration. That was it. And he so still has the, pillow manufacturers, Alan. This is a community that is now completely alienated from the social conservative voters. And in this sort of environment, the Republicans are facing a Democratic style cohesion test. The problem mm-hmm. here is that the Republicans don't have as many voters as the Democrats. And even if they pass the cohesion test, then they have to deal with all the other things that Donald Trump brings to the table. So they're not going to have their entire coalition showing up if Donald Trump becomes the candidate. And that means just on the numbers, there's no way that Donald Trump can win. And that's before you consider the independents. It's like me. Yeah. No, I think... um, The only thing going in his favor is electoral math. Just is the electoral college. And not in his favor. Mm -hmm. The only thing that mixes that Makes it remotely a possibility that he... Yeah, but I think people like uh, what's his name? Uh, was it uh, Jordan? No, Ziegler, uh-huh. John Ziegler. I oh, think people uh-huh. like him or you hate Connor, Trump. Always has, right? And but um, what they're evidence of is that breakdown of the coalition caused by uh, Trump even further, and. A lot of those guys are, you know, staunchly conservative, staunchly right wing, but are really, really worried that Trump on the ticket. If it's Trump Biden, there's just no, almost no chance that that. Uh, 
Trump, Trump only has one more term left. Yeah. Unless you're willing to upend our constitution for that guy. Sure. That's a, that, that is so, but he, you don't have to answer that question. You just have to vote Trump or Biden. Mm-hmm. Right or and, and I don't think people, I don't think enough people think abstractly enough to like think outside of that. Yeah, sure. Okay. That's a, that that that, that, yeah. that little thing I just said there is a very big problem, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I'm not just right now. No, that that paradigm is like you know, we can make all the logical sense that we just said, and then it's like, yeah, but you're going to ask if it's Trump or Biden. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it's likely to be what it is. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on in the next 12 months, um, 11 months, I guess now. Um, I mean, we don't really have anything about, yeah, eligibility and whether he'll get through being on the vote. What do you think? Do you think it'll be the Supreme Court has will make two decisions? They'll say you're eligible for the ballot, but you'll you're not immune from going to trial. I don't think I doesn't that seem like they they split the baby that way. Yeah, that seems likely. I don't think that they rule in his favor with the presidential immunity thing. I mean, we already talked about. Right. You know, the so because of that, they'll give thing. him the ballot one. Perhaps, perhaps. But that's just like. Uh, so I think that <laughs> the best possible case scenario, even though maybe they don't want to hear it for people that you know are on the right, would be that he's prohibited from running because <laughs> um, then there's a the potential for an actual opponent that is formidable to and, go and, and also be competent. You're right, right. Right. So, so in that way, are you like, maybe the Democrats are like, no, we don't want him to win those lawsuits. <laughs> we want him to be on the ballot. Maybe. maybe. I mean, because I, I genuinely of... would, I have, I have the same feeling of ill at ease towards our future, whether it's pretty much any of the, the other Republicans running or Joe Biden. Yeah. Which I feel better than, slightly better than if it's Trump. Yeah, I don't remember who I was listening to today or yesterday, but essentially making that same argument. Maybe it was Peter Zian, actually. Maybe. Um, yeah, I think that clip you sent me. Oh, the earlier. other one. The other one, yeah. Yeah, yeah that yeah, was the one about yeah. the independence, yeah. Uh, all right, let's talk about China real quick. Yeah. Um, there was a report that came out that, uh, well, here, they can talk about it. They're, they're fake ass rockets. This is crazy. American intelligence deemed that the widespread corruption in the Chinese military is so bad it can hinder their military actions. According to Bloomberg, this includes missiles filled with water instead of fuel. (laughs) Did you hear a smoke alarm go off? I did. That's also very funny. (laughs) Missiles filled with water. (laughs) But I can see it happening. I mean, look at what we saw with Russia. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, China. They're like, look, it has to weigh like it's full. Put some fucking (laughs) water in that shit. To include vast fields of missile silos in West China that don't have functional lids that would allow them to launch missiles. So when the missiles fire, the lid has to open up before the missile goes out. <laughs> right. The lids it's don't. Kind work. of important. You know, the, yeah. I saw an update from this from Sinotalk that said um, it it was uh, the waters used as displacement during shipping or manufacturing or something, and that that might justify something. Either way, the fact that they found this is not a good thing. It's great news no. for Taiwan. It's great news for people that want to see dictators knock down a peg or two on the world stage because mm-hmm. that is the only thing that keeps them from like it's the only balance it's the only thing they respond to right yeah <laughs> definitely definitely this was effectively good 
That would be that would be so fucking funny if they go to shoot off their uh, their <laughs> missiles and they're filled with water and the lids don't fucking open. Yeah, that would. U.S. Be- officials now believe that Xi Jinping is less likely to contemplate major military actions in the coming years because of the corruption. Sounds like a military tofu drag construction too. China's poorly built military. I smoke a lot. You heard it right. Pro- you just heard it again. Turn yeah, your fucking smoke, like change the battery, the battery's dude. Low. Like yeah. a monkey in a room would be like, this is annoying. I'm at least going to pull it out of the wall. Part of the reason why there was a recent massive purge inside the military, removing top generals. Seriously, like if you put a primate in a room with that happening, they'd find a way to make it stop, right? But a, <laughs> yeah, like a human being, like who lives with the smoke alarm chirping? of the rocket force and the equipment procurement. However, Bloomberg also cites that the purge did not weaken Xi Jinping. I do agree with this as he has consolidated more power, putting in people who are yes men. All right, all right, all right, all right. He took out his defense minister, right? Yeah, it wasn't over yeah. that. Yeah. I, by the way, did you see about Lloyd Austin, how he's got the yeah. prostate cancer? And- yeah. So there was a bunch of clips that I didn't put in here. It was like yeah. everybody getting mad at him. And, um, yeah, the Biden administration says they didn't know the, the details of the situation. I mean, that's a problem. That is a problem with your defense secretary. Yes, for sure. It also seems like something you'd want to keep private. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, sorry, I had prostate cancer. But um, uh, maybe they should get a new defense secretary, right? I'm sure he has a deputy. I know. No, he, he did. That was the whole thing. That's how they found out. She didn't right. even yeah. know. Right. She like started right. showing up. She came back from vacation, I think. They sent her back from vacation to show up in meetings for early. Her. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. That's a whole problem. I, we'll probably have more about that in the headline show. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay. I've got some final sounds. Okay. Um, show's long. This can live in another sheet. I made a sheet for um, unplayed sounds. Cool. Yeah. Okay, I'm back. Um, this was, I thought, a really inspirational thought from that episode of Lex Friedman I was talking about. Did I mention anything? Mm-hmm. Um, remember when I played that clip twice of the lady that was on the Lex Friedman podcast? Yeah, the B. The yeah, yeah. Did I say anything about her being controversial in the news lately? You did not. You mentioned that to me in text, but you didn't mention it. Okay, so when the president of Harvard was getting called out for plagiarism, there was a guy online that kept calling her out a lot about it, and it turns out his wife is an MIT professor that may have not cited sources very well as well, Mm. and that's this lady. Okay, okay. I because of seeing her name, I was like, I swear I've seen that name before, and I didn't play the episode of Lex Friedman, so I listened to it today. She's brilliant. Um, there's a lot of like just amazing facts that came out of her head, and also like philosoph- philosophical thought coming out of her um, mm-hmm. that just really touched me. Um, I'm going to play a clip of it, but it's it's one of those things where it's like if you write papers the way you talk, like, yeah, you don't really cite things very well. Uh, but like, I could also relate to being like, Hey, I heard this thing. I want to talk about it. It means so much. To right. Me, right. right. Uh, she had this point where she was like a guy on my staff. She named him. She's like, this is something he knows. I'm going to tell it to you right now, because if I can tell it to you, well, that'll prove to me that I learned it. And I was just mm. like, dude, I love that. Like I do that. I'm like, Hey, let me tell you this because if I can tell you this, that means I know it. Right. Like, right. I do I the same thing with science stories. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. That's what we do on the show. Um, yeah. so I want to play this clip. This was, uh, this, I thought this was really profound. Something she said, come on, open. That a product or part, an organism or part of that organism can reincarnate is very, very moving thought mm-hmm. to me, uh, because I, 
want to believe that I believe in reincarnation. I want to believe that, that I, I believe. Yeah, that's my relationship with with God. I want to. I want. I. I like to believe in believing. Most great things in life are um, second derivatives of things, but <laughs> that's part of. I love that. Most great things in lives are second derivatives of things. Of things. But that's part of another conversation. I feel like that's a quote that's going to take weeks to, to, to really internalize. That that notion of I want you to want or mm. I need you to need or um, mm. that 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 it, it, there's always something, yeah. a deeper truth behind what is on the surface. And mm. so I, I like to go to the second and tertiary derivative of things. Sounds like a needy broad, Alan. <laughs> How do you make her happy? Jesus. <laughs> She wants you to want. Her. I she do want you. Her. How do you not know? I just, ah, <laughs> oh, telling you isn't enough. Okay. Jesus Christ. I'm glad I'm not in that <laughs> She said a thing that I thought was really beautiful. It was like how <clears throat> evolution teaches us to, like, we are, we are, we have evolved to have the capacity to love, right? Mm hmm. And uh, part of the podcast kind of talks about whole, sort of that whole interstellar, the plot to interstellar. They don't say it, but like how the plot to interstellar was like communication through love was sort of like a message that was a power greater than the time and the distance and everything. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and she talks about like if we are evolved to have a capacity to love and a certain like minimal feeling that like evolutionary is beneficial to us to love. Right. And then you meet yeah. someone that your love for them out like vastly out, outperforms uh, any any evolutionary need that you had to love them that way, and that's just an amazing feeling. Um, and then you know that was just another thing. It was I really recommend this episode. What, what did I say her name was? N e r i Oxman, Neri Oxman. Probably lost her job. No, she she's got her own job. You can't get her fired. It's her own place. She has her own company. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's that's a very cool message. I, I like it a lot. I will definitely check that episode. I haven't listened to that one yet. Um. I don't know if you got anything else you want to say. I made a note to myself to just play this clip and it'll function as a final sound end of show. Just asking questions, sort of thing. Okay. All right. So uh, let's do it. Yeah, I'll probably say goodbye to you afterwards. So sure. All right. Who's made a difference in your life? Oh, this is Charlie Rose interviewing Fred Rogers. Oh, wow. Dude, I'm not going to come back here and be all fucking sappy with you. Hey, dude. Great show. <laughs> it's going to be a blast yeah, to edit. I'll talk to you in a couple of days. Absolutely. Drive safe, man. Cheers. Cheers. That was fun. All right. Button, though. Oh, a lot of people. But a lot of people who have allowed me to have some silence and I don't think we give that gift very much anymore. I'm very concerned that our society is much more interested in information than wonder, in noise rather than silence. How do we do that? I mean, in our business, yours and mine, how do we encourage reflection? I trust that this book will do some of that, but oh my, this is a noisy world. <laughs> when a guy's banging you, y'all let me in his damn house. Oh, how about that? Come in the name of peace. L-M-F-A-O. So what in the world is this? Is Kevin McCarthy a moron, and if so, why? Why would you say something that stupid? I come without explanations or solutions. I'm a very sexy lady. Cat turd. I will not suffer 
This harlot. <laughs> How great an anti-American Marxist. Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. Read the news. China is asshole. God bless the United States. <laughs> now this is podcasting.